Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. Hey, San Francisco, Montreal, Buffalo, Philly, Denver. Yeah. Seattle, Portland, Boston, and Bloomington, Indiana. All new shows, guys, and a live You Made It Weird in Montreal for Just for Laughs. Uh, those are all coming up. I won't bore you with the dates. It's all on PeteHolmes.com. Uh, if you're in any of those cities, San Fran, Montreal, Buffalo, Philly, Denver, Seattle, Portland, Boston, Bloomington. More on the way for people that are uh, feeling left out. More on the way, but uh, please, guys, it would be great. Please, please come out. Oh, God, come out. Uh, I just mean the shows are so great when weirdos come, and, and you guys always do, and it, it just means so much. So come out, see the show, get a hug. It'll be great. Bring bring a raw vegan treat. <laughs> uh, do, do, just do you, man. Anyway, this is a great episode. Uh, Dave Hill, the hilarious Dave Hill. Known this guy in New York. Uh, he was out here in L.A. We sat down, just had a lovely chat. One of the best stories I've heard in a long time. You guys are in for a treat. Um, the sponsor is Amazon, so it's real, real simple. If you want to support the show and you're going to shop on Amazon anyway, just go to uh, Nerdist.com, go to the banner on this episode. So you'll see in the description Dave Hill and the play button and all that stuff. There'll be an, a banner for Amazon. Click on that. It'll redirect you to Amazon, and then a portion of your purchases will uh, go to support this show, and uh, which is great. Is Katie needs something. Uh, what does Katie need? She's in, uh, Her apartment is infested with bats, so she needs to get some bat repellent. And uh, so please, please support Katie in that endeavor. So many people think those are real. It's not true. Anyway, guys, enjoy Dave Hill. Uh, please come out to a live stand-up date. Uh, YouMadeItWeird.com for T-shirts, stickers, that sort of stuff. And PeteHolmes.com for anything else uh, that you might need with me. Okay? Okay. Enjoy. Different. Where would you have sat? I think this is what felt good to me. Really? Yeah, because you can see... Oh, kind of like an which a, is great. Well, you're a real, you know, you're kind of like a dangerous person, and you want your back to the wall. Yeah, yeah, like the old, the mafia restaurant trick. Mafia restaurant. Also, I think uh, it's been adopted by the hip hop community. Oh well, yeah, which is the same thing. <laughs> is it? Well, in their minds. Sure. <laughs> in their mind, if you ask them, I it, think. I don't know if uh, most hip hop hip hoppers. Yeah, literally that's what, what I was they're called. Say. Most hip hoppers would say they're synonymous with the Italian old school mob. Well, they no, but they use a lot of the, the names. <laughs> that's the true. Mobster names. Do they? I just yeah. said that's true, and then I said do they? No, I think there's a, there's like a, yeah, there was a John Gotti at one point. Oh, there was. Yeah, I I mean you're asking the wrong guy. I, am I checked the wrong out person. twenty years ago on hip hop. You, you quit after Young MC. Yeah, I was like, no, there's nowhere to go from here. <laughs> I can't think of a young MC song or would have a better riff on her hand. What? It's Bust a Move, right? Is it? We both look towards Aristotle. He's got a computer. He's a young person. That's either young MC or is it Tone? It's not Tone Loke. Tone, Tone Loke, Loke is funky, funky cold Medina. Medina. Sure. We'll never pass up an opportunity to speak <laughs> as one. Yeah, I, I, I used, I to, used do. to do. Well, you, you're not gonna be able to... I used to do. I can see if I can do this because mm. I'm not an impressions guy. That's oh, not my bread and butter. But we'll find. But it. I go, listen, see if I can still do this. Tone Loke. Hey, this is Tone Loke. That's for Bucky Cobadita. 
That's not bad, right? I mean, funky, funky. I just want to try. We'll have to go back and listen to it, but no, I think our memory is serving pretty well. I have one friend who I would call and do that, and he was always very impressed. (laughs) I remember when I was in. uh, I think I was. It's one of my earliest memories being in third grade. And getting laughs doing Alf, I'd just go, ha, I'd kill, I'd kill me, or something. And it was yeah. so scary, because one day, I don't know if I had had a glass of milk that day, you know what I mean? <laughs> something about my vocal cords was very Alfy that day. And then I remember, even as a youth, being very scared about, like, could I reproduce that? Because it got such big laughs. Oh, oh, like, you'll, will you ever hit those heights again? Well, I mean, and the next day... People might say, do Alf. <laughs> and then I'd be like, Argh! I still feel that way sometimes with impressions. Like, my throat isn't that great. I was doing vocal warm-ups on the ride over because I'm just losing my oh, voice. Oh, wow. So then, like, I, like, I'd like to really make a go at tone look, but I think I'd fuck myself up. Yeah, I, I, don't, it's, I don't think it's a, <laughs> it's, you're being friendly to your throat to no. do it. He, you know what his real voice is? It's more of an Urkel sound. <laughs> He's putting that on. Imagine I'm just, he had to. <laughs> He's a heavy cigar inhaler. Do you remember early? What, what's an early laugh you got? An early, well, I was just thinking, like, yeah, because I would just go. Uh, well, I was just talking to someone yesterday about this. We would listen to like Steve Martin records and just repeat them. Yeah. And I didn't understand some of it. Like, the, do you know the on Wild and Crazy Guy when he talks about like the vocal coach who wanted her, her to from sing his from diagram? Her. And I remember like thinking. Well, everyone's laughing on the record. Yeah, and I don't, I don't get the joke at all. But right, I right, still right. repeated it, right? And later found out what why it was funny. Or Grandpa bought a rubber. Yeah, didn't know why that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but in grade school, yeah, I would like, yeah, Eddie Murphy. I would just repeat what he did. There are a lot of comedians that did that. That would, I mean, you're in good company. There's a lot of very, very funny people that would do Letterman's monologue in the morning. Yeah, for, for their for their schoolmates, <laughs> and you did that. Yeah, yeah, it would you, just, I think, but I think I fully, I started laughing like him and everything. Oh, yeah. Like, just just absorbed as much of it into my everyday life. That was, those are big, <laughs> those are big albums for me, too. I still do. I, if I do it on stage now, I just say, that was Steve Martin. Like, because, like, it's just so tempting to go, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just that. <laughs> That's all you want to do. It's yeah. such a funny way to check in with the audience. <laughs> just throw out a silly, okay. <laughs> yeah, it works every time. Yeah, I'm a huge I'm a huge Steve Martin fan. Yeah, he's uh, I li- well, I listened to that record yesterday. Um interest of full disclosure yeah. cuz someone wanted to talk to me about a comedy album. So I was like, "Oh, I'll talk about oh, that." Oh, you were one. doing a podcast where they were like Yeah, the Comedy on Vinyl podcast. Who does that? Jason Clam. Yeah, I don't care for that. <laughs> I was going to say that regardless. But I hadn't listened to Clam? it. Clam, Jason Clam? I uh, maybe it's Clam. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. K-L-A-M? Two M's, I believe. It could be Clam. It might be. <laughs> I like Clam better. I'd go by Clam. Yeah. It's fun. It's summery. <laughs> and then in the winter, go back yeah. to Clam. Back to Clam. <laughs> yeah. So you had to listen to it. That's what I would have done. Yeah. If I, I, if I did that show, I would have to listen. I would listen to Let's Get Small, though. That's what he said. He said that most people are Let's Get Small types. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's the first one. Yeah, but I, I, and I remember that one, but I, uh, for me, Wild and Crazy Guy was the first thing where I was like, oh. Obsessed. People, yeah, uh, the idea that someone gets on stage and is funny. Yeah. Because before that, I was like, it was just like watching on the weekend, watching like 
whatever was on the UHF channel, like a Jerry Lewis movie or something. Yeah, 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 like yeah. I was like silly guys running. Around. I didn't understand. I was oh, like being a little bit more ham-handed. Yeah, I didn't know that you could just walk out and talk. I'm just, right. I'm just a very I'm simple still, man. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> but I didn't know. And I, I thought you were like, going to oh, say God. I'm still in awe because I am still in awe of the fact that sometimes, you know, if you're if you're having a great show, you're like, this is this just it's not pride. I would tell you if it were because I, <laughs> I have healthy pride and sometimes I'm proud of myself. But like, I'm just telling you the phenomena of just being one man. Seinfeld said that he's like play a show in Vegas or something and they have you sign the wall on the back. And uh, it's him and, like, Cirque du Soleil uh-huh. and, like, you know, Bob Seger. You know, like, I can't think of any acts. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, Vegas spectacle or one single man. Yeah, yeah. Walking out. Yeah, exactly. And speaking. Yeah. What's he do? He speaks. It's like that Steve Martin bit. What happens? He goes, what? It no. goes, uh, how much is the show? And they go, $5. He goes, $5? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not much money. I'm trying to remember it verbatim because of the pressure because I think you'll know if I'm right. But he, he no, goes I like not. He goes like, you want to go in here for five dollars? Sure, who cares? It's five dollars. Pause, pause, pause. What happens? <laughs> I think the what happens is so so funny. And it's true, a man comes out. With C. Martin, you had uh, banjo and stuff. You yeah, had, yeah. He but was still on it's more one guy. But we were talking about this yesterday, like yeah, other thing, like I play in bands too, and it's like I have Sons my of friends. Elvis? That was oh my! How do you know that? That was my first band. Oh, it's a good name. Just a pretty young thing. It's a good name. It sticks in. It's a good name or a horrible, horrible. Sons of Elvis. I mean, we that was like we were eighteen years old. It's really funny. And uh, yeah, but like yeah, any band I played in is like I'm like oh that's my friend. I've known him since. I mean, even my band that I have now, like I'm like I've known him since he was fifteen, and like. Oh really? And then yeah, like one of the guys. Yeah, I I've known since high school and and then also there's like just the very physical thing like I have a big hunk of wood in front of my balls. Yeah, like yeah. like which I'm not genuinely afraid anyone's going to kick me in the nuts on stage, but maybe in like a weird <laughs> subconscious way I'm glad to have Oh, uh-huh. I understand Between what you're me saying. and the audience. I thought you were just saying it's fun to have a big hard phallus. Like, it is. It absolutely gu- guitars is. Guitars are so much cooler because it's like a big dick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And but, you can stroke it up and down like a yeah. big dick. <laughs> and the, I pluck mine. <laughs> I don't know what you Sorry. I wasn't done with my ref. Go, go, go. No, no. Go. Uh, but yeah. It, the, but you're guarded by the guitar. Yeah, you have all sorts of protection. Yeah. If you're doing something else other than being a guy with a microphone. Right. Even, uh, well, uh, stand-ups will use the mic stand often. Or, yeah. Uh, or they'll put their arm in front of their belly is a big move with stand-ups. Yeah. It's vulnerable. It's weird to stand in front of a, a group that could kill you. Yeah, exactly. Physically, if they decided to destroy you, they could. If they... <laughs> I actually, not to use this to segue into a... In a uh, but I, I'd done a couple of shows at Sing Sing Prison. And what? I, I had... <laughs> You didn't know this? It's, <laughs> no. it's my big street cred move. You did a show at Sing Sing? Two, two of them. The now. go-to comedy prison? Yeah. <laughs> well, what, are you going to send me to Sing Sing? <laughs> oh. And you went? I did it I did it twice because well, the initial idea came out of like hanging out and just drinking and like, what's the stupidest thing? Because you, you've, seen, you've seen my nightclub act. <laughs> I'm not the first guy that should be in front of like a bunch of murders and rapists. <laughs> So I was just alleged. <laughs> My clients alleged, that's true. have been incarcerated, <laughs> but appeals are pending. <laughs> yes, I was like. Were you there? What, at, at the scene of the crime? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. That's true. Were you there? That's yeah. You can't prove up. it. 
Yeah. You can't prove anything. No. I mean, you can prove that this conversation started about roughly five minutes ago, but I mean, other yeah. than that. But even then. Is that digitally edited? Yeah. We don't know. We, there's no way of knowing anything. I hate that guy that's just like, you can't. My, Chris <laughs> Thayer does that bit with me all the time. It's his bit, really, where he will be like, is there a way to know if the sandwich is available? We can't know. <laughs> <laughs> like really basic stuff. <laughs> there you go. Keep going. Sing Sing. Tell the, I don't oh, know yeah. the Sing Sing story. So Sing Sing, tell me. It sounds Asian. Where is it? Oh, you do, I don't it, even know. It's up the Hudson. It's, it's like, in America? Yeah. I was picturing you with like a... Wait, you don't know Sing Sing? No, bro. It's like one of the most... Yeah. Infamous American prisons. Do you know like Grace the, this... Chapel? <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, yeah. No. <laughs> no, I've heard of Sing Sing. It's, it's it just the sounds... thing up the river. We're going to send you up the river. We're going to send you up the Hudson. Oh. That's where it comes from. Look, man, if we edit it out every moment <laughs> where I don't know basic knowledge, the show would be 45 minutes. I'm not... <clears throat> I'm a, I'm a little bit embarrassed. At least I knew it was a prison. But you know, it's, but it's sing like, sing sounds like if you were in China it and sounds, you got caught stealing like well, a fruit a we karaoke. don't have here. <laughs> yeah, we send you to. He was stealing a plum dream, <laughs> and then they send you to sing sing. 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 <laughs> and it's a, to be fair, it's a karaoke place on Avenue A. Mm. Also, so there's a that's lot of things muddying did. the water. That's waters. not where you did stand up. No, though to be fair, I have been there, but. <laughs> It, I, but I'm all had about these full studs. disclosure. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah, been there. Yeah, I'm not like gonna... I find photographs <laughs> with Dave. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you did your act there. <laughs> okay. So you went up the river. I went. I How went, did you arrange it? I called them. Well, I yeah, I, I called them up and I said, I wanna, "I've murdered a man. <laughs> I want to give your inmates the show of a lifetime." And uh, and and it took. Did you a, say that? So, I, I think I maybe not maybe not quite as confidently, but I said I actually called a cop buddy of mine because I have no I have <laughs> confidence in almost no, no human interaction. So as like he, my cop buddy in Cleveland will know the kind of cool things I should say, yeah. <laughs> like when uh, I call the prison, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like, uh, call it the inside. He, <laughs> yeah, he's like, ask, he's, he said, ask for the deputy of. Oh, I can't even. Remember, yeah. a deputy of something or another. It's okay, I'm not doing any yeah. prison touring. I don't, I don't need the exact specifics. But I asked, and they're like, oh, sure, we'll put him on. And uh, What? Yeah, I said whatever, the deputy of activities, or I don't know. And, and You the, can just do that? No, it was the hardest booking I've ever had. Really? It took weeks and weeks. They have to check you out. There's a lot of stuff i thought it would be like how soon can you get here because like what else do they got going yeah. on not say the they're free tomorrow <laughs> thursday yeah. thursday's good <laughs> how long you want do as long as you want yeah yeah <laughs> a lot of these guys you can go forever and they have yeah. to stay <laughs> well they this is a well any but going back did i did you open with hmm what a captive audience <laughs> i did no i did what i did i i treated it like i was doing a college and just talked about uh, I found out what the different blocks were, like who lives here, who lives there. And it's like A is like the young guys, B is the old guys, the box is solitary. Okay. So I just, like the old guys, I'm like, oh, I want to thank everyone who came over from block B. Like, I know it probably took you a while with your walkers and wheelchairs. Just like 
the biggest softball, uh, stupidest stuff, and they were loved it. No, they didn't. They absolutely loved it. And then I was no, like, they didn't. I swear this to you, a, this is a chaos story. No, I can you back it up. crashed and burned. No, I I can back this up. I believe I've you. Witnesses, you were there. Oh, Lord, you, Lord. I thought you said I witnessed this. I'm like, I know you were there, Dave. <laughs> no, I. Laura Craft came with me. Uh huh. And so she saw it. She came. She you brought a woman. Horrible idea. Yeah, the whole thing. It was a horrible... Uh, and so she came and... Did they watch tape of you first? No, I, well, I think they checked... Oh, they checked out my website because I... You know, because w- when I booked it, it was just like an abstract, like, what's the dumbest thing I could do performance-wise? And we always thought it was funny. And then they then they asked for a photo of me and I sent like the most... <clears throat> like literally the gayest photo I had of myself, just like <laughs> just effeminate, like in a suit, like pink, hang, whatever. And because uh, they were like, we want to hang, make a flyer and hang it around, you know, prison to get drum up some excitement for the show. <laughs> I'm like, sure, that'll be funny. I'll send this photo, and uh, and then I put it on my website because I was like, that'll be funny. And they actually, they must have looked at my website because they emailed me and they're like, hey. We see you have the show listed on the, on your website. You you do understand that not just anyone can come to this show. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I, it was kind of a joke that I put it on there. Like, I understand people can't just show up and like, we're here for the Dave Hill show. It is like a college, students only. No <laughs> outside only. student. Well, I, I still have the flyer. It's, they, it, you had to have one year of clean disciplinary. What? One year. You can't like have sh- shanked anyone in the past year to oh, come to, to go? the show. And the, so the flyer looks like there's some guy back in his <laughs> fucking cell, and he's like, "I had to shank the guy. I'm one month away from seeing what's being hailed as the greatest show of all time." Yeah, he didn't get to go. Couldn't go. But the flyer just looks like it looks like a flyer for like a college show or whatever that you put in the cafeteria or whatever. I sent them like blurbs from like. Time out in New York and like oh whatever, gosh. and then in the corner there's just one little thing like must have one year clean disciplinary seat. Please see deputy whatever to like check this. So thing. some you know, people didn't come. Some people could not come, but some people also just didn't go. Probably, but it was good. I thought there was about three hundred guys there. But wow! So this is the thing like who brought? I need everything. Uh, <laughs> well, going you were talking about to, Laura. Well, the thing, oh. the the fear of uh, this is a show. I went in thinking like, what's to stop someone from stabbing me or just punching me because they think it's funny, right? Because if if you're never getting out, like, why not punch the well, that's idiot every, from Cleveland? Yeah, you know, every guard thinks that. It's like, what's to stop him from pulling down my pants and going dingling lingling? What's gonna stop him? I mean, in in the case of the guard, a severe beating. But in, the, yeah. in your case, also probably a severe beating. Yeah. I, I, that's what I was anti- I was like, oh, this is a horrible idea. And then, yeah. and then I remembered I sent the that picture of myself because I was like, oh, that'll be really funny, right? <laughs> and then, and then you realize you're in a place where prison gay. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is this you, is you not look, funny. Yeah, you look great. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm show. I didn't, I didn't water down. I wore like a suit and a tie and everything. Like I was asking to be beaten and loved and held, and uh, beaten and beaten and loved <laughs> and helped. Just yeah, Ted. I want the, you know, have sex with my face. Whatever oh. they wanted to do. I. <laughs> oh, you think the suit was begging for it? I thought if you wore something like you know frilly, 
you know, sleeves and, you know. No, no. I didn't, really, you know. Like boratting it, basically. No, not fully. I, you know, but still, I think just me on an average day, if I'm dressing up, is is probably not the best thing to wear into a prison. This is not a good first day. No, prison this shirt. is not a good prison shirt. No. It's, it might not even be a good podcasting shirt. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a colorful, like, retro kind of It's got some shirt. razzle-dazzle. It's got a little yeah. bit of razz-dazz. Yeah. yeah. People don't say the L.E. anymore. No. <laughs> <clears throat> so, Kraft, you were saying going back oh. to, we have Kraft, and I also want to know how you opened, how they brought you on. I want to know everything. Well, so, I, I, w- I thought, I, you know, I can't. I, I'm like, I, I, I know I can win these guys over eventually by talking, you know, mm. <laughs> I think. And because c- I did, I just did like a 20 minute monologue, just like jokes that I made up about prison, prison. you know, because they w- I, 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 I was going to cancel it because I was I was like, this is such a dumb idea before I could that they emailed me like, hey, we're just checking to make sure you're still coming. You know, and you know the guys are all really excited to see you, <laughs> and and uh, and I was like, oh, and like they know what I look like, so I was like, I can't, I can't cancel this. What do you so, mean they know what I look like? Because I sent the picture. So you're saying I have the flyers up? Yeah, but what does that have to do with if anyone gets out? I mean, I'm really thinking about it too much, too hey, much. You cancel that show, <laughs> Shiv. Back to the camp. Yeah. You better do it this time. <laughs> then you see him in the audience. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> at the I, second show. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so they, yeah, they, I, I, I just made up all this stuff. It was like, you know, would I be someone's bitch in prison? They, you know, they just they like, loved, it. loved it. They loved all. And then, how were you brought up? I. They announced me from what the they, like the they, Shawshank Redemption kind. They of had speakers? a house. They had a house band that came out and played. They had a house band. Yeah, it's called like the. The some the unofficial house band that I that was not the name. big house band. It, I don't know why they didn't call it that, <laughs> but I guess that was more a little bit more subtle. <laughs> they came out and they played "Too Hard to Handle" the Black Crows song, uh-huh. and uh, some other song I can't remember. Oh my god, Dave! At the end of your set, you should have had the band come up and played with them. I would. I wish I could have, but they they it's, they were immediately executed. Yeah, they're not as loose about it. Like I would have thought, yeah, just hang out. And um, no, but I did bring my guitar because the, I thought I, I, I was like, the, I, I if I just start talking, even just the way I talk, if I just do that, like there's going to be someone who wants to kill me, yeah, or whatever. And well, this is the thing, they they when they when they do shows there i they can they can't just like oh i'm gonna head back to my cell right they all it's either we're all here we're all leaving so if they walk out they all walk out yeah so the only way to do that is to end the show so i like i'd heard stories like you know community theater shakespeare came in here and they scared the shit out of them because they wanted to go back and watch two and a half men or whatever right which big prison show the most popular show no. I'm not. I'm not just throwing that out there. They. That's for real. For real. In this, the most popular they, because they have to all agree on what to watch, and the only thing that everyone can agree on is sports or two and a half men. We've I, actually found this out. You know, I've been planning a murder, <laughs> and now I'm going to call it off because I don't. I don't want to watch either of them. I know things. the options aren't great. Oh, one guy. Let's see what's on the BBC. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they just get me with socks <laughs> filled with soap. <laughs> Prison sucks, man. That sucks. It's the worst. It is the worst. Uh, yeah. But please, uh, I want to know. So you go on stage and you play first. Well, because I didn't want the, like they. I found this out after my friend Carl, a guard, came up to him and is like, uh, you know, like these guys are are really not that friendly, you know. And he has to, you know, they they better like him, or it's gonna be bad. And uh, he says this to you. He says this to Carl. I found out afterwards that he said this to Carl as they were both standing in the back waiting for me to walk out. So, but I brought my guitar and I hooked it up through the PA. It was like in this, like used to be a church or something, but now it's where they like show movies. And so I just came out and I played like crazy, the craziest guitar solos I was capable of, because I was just like, that's a universal. Thing that all dudes respect <laughs> is so, a gnarly solo. Yeah, I was like, I don't care who you are, where you're from, but like every man on earth is gonna respect this. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like in, they say in the first day of prison, you should beat somebody up. Yeah, or play or a play a sweet solo. <laughs> that was actually a joke that I used that in joke? the monologue. The, that exact joke. I was like, I heard uh, a good thing to do, and when you first get to prison is to beat the shit out of someone and they're like yeah and they they said yeah yeah they're like yeah yeah and uh <laughs> no and, no no yeah <laughs> they responded yeah like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah and so i said i said so as soon as we got into the parking lot i punched my friend carl in the face carl the guard no carl carl oh. arnheider who came with me uh-huh and uh they loved it they loved it yeah because I, I go carl was standing right there i pointed at him and they're like, they knew you. Well, if you had pointed yeah. at anyone else. Like, I'm so afraid for you. It's already happened. But pointing, like, they say you're supposed to kick the shit out of the ugliest, meanest guy you can find. So I guess that means I have to fight this son of a bitch. <laughs> well, that's... Whoa, everyone started, goes nuts. I started to do that once I got comfortable. No. I swear to you. Again, witnesses... I would, I was just be like, because people were heckling and stuff. Not in like a prisony way, just like a kind of like if you were at Caroline's or something. <laughs> well, just in a, when's the last time you've been to Caroline's? <laughs> well, like, <laughs> I just don't. What do you I mean? I just, what were the heckles? Like, they weren't like, I'm going to rape you. They were just <laughs> like, hey, like, retard or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was called a retard. And, uh, but when people would yell stuff, I would. I would just be like, you shut the fuck up or I'll, I'll come out there and, you know, beat the shit out of you. I would threaten them. They got it? They loved it. It start, They started heckling me on purpose, so I would threaten them. And that was like a big part of the show. Again, Are they in chains? No. <laughs> no, they're all, they're like 10 feet away. Unchained. Unchained. But they loved it. Like, they were like, I'm going to yell at him so he'll threaten me. And you'd say like, did you say I'll rape you? I don't know if I, I, I don't I mean, know that's I standard that. prison. I, I, I did say I'll make you my bitch. Oh, I said stuff it's like implied. That. Yeah, yeah, it's simulated implied. Simulated rape joke. So I did, I did say that, but they loved it. I can't believe this. It's. I wish I was there. You, if I, I'll set it. If you want to do it, I'll go back with you. I, you. That's a one comedian show. No, you can't then throw to another guy. Oh, Hello! I... Hello! <laughs> a new guy comes no, up? No, I did, but this is what happened. Wait, you brought other comedians? I didn't... I, uh, my friend I know Carl. Carl. Carl, Carl came and Laura came, both uh, ostensibly just to... Watch. To watch, but I was like, have something ready. 
And if it's going well, I'm going to bring you out and do a set in the middle of the show. So it was going well. I brought Carl out. He made he did a bit like specifically like a tough guy thing he had written for prison, and it went great. And then Laura came out, and Laura, you know, she's an entertainer. She she's wears like a lovely red dress. Yeah, she dresses to perform, which in Sing Sing was no exception. So she comes out there. And is but she didn't like write something specifically for these guys, which and she just started. She was very funny, and they were, they they were they were, to my eyes and ears, like enjoying it and fine. But they were like heckling a little bit, and then she at one point looked over at me, and was like kind of like Dave, get out of here. And uh, I thought it was part of her bit you know so i was like okay and she's like dave no really can you come out here and so i did and then off mic she was like i want to walk off stage immediately i understand i can't leave uh prison right now (laughs) but i i i want to leave right now so i was just like are you serious and she's like yeah this is not a bit i'm done and so i was like laura craft everyone she goes to the side of stage and this is the she had I, i mean i had one of the best times of my life on this day. It was so fun and so, like, ended up being, like, cathartic, actually. Of course. I was well, the, so... the tension of how badly it could go. Yeah. To, a, good, and... a good show is a show that could go badly. Yeah. A great show. Like, you kill here at Meltdown, who gives a shit? <laughs> you, you kill at Sing Sing. That's yeah, something... that's a different thing. Yeah. You say that to your grandchildren. I, yeah, so so she she goes off, and, and they, they had to sign this big this massive guard to like, you know, if we had to go to the bathroom, like whatever, like make sure nothing bad happened to us. And so she sits down and I'm sort of looking over, she's at the side of the stage and like clearly very upset, but not crying, but just like Mm. not, not happy. And the guard goes over to her and is like, are you okay? And she just says, uh, yeah, I just got a little scared out there. And, uh, and he's like, you know why you got scared, don't you? And uh, she thinks like he's going to give some sort of insight into mm. human psyche or whatever. And uh, and she's like, "What? Why? Why did I get scared?" And the guy that's the best, he he just kind of points at the audience. He's like, "He's like uh, those guys are all murderers and rapists." <laughs> oh, I swear to God. My God. And I thought that Laura again did not think that he wasn't joking. He yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, saying that was is, not a bit. He was saying it as if, like, somehow that notion was lost on us. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... But they weren't, like... I had all these terrible punchlines of that story. They weren't touching themselves. Or... No, no. But this is what she said. She said, you know... Hooting uh, and hollering like Navy boys. No, they really... No offense to our Navy. I just mean, like, <laughs> when Bob Hope would bring out a beautiful woman, they'd all go nuts. Yeah, no, they they really... They weren't, but she described, she's like, it's a thing that men don't understand. Like when you're walking down the street and there's someone behind you and you don't know what their deal is, you get like, you know, you don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't, you know, a guy's not going to, yeah, a guy's not necessarily going to feel anything, but like, she's like, it was that times like 300. Like Mm -hmm. I think, and I later, I, I, I mean, I think it was like one of those Bugs Bunny things where like one character hasn't eaten and you know then that the other one like turns yeah. into a pork chop yeah it was one of those and they all had pork chop vision yeah <laughs> so she was picking up on it. i didn't pick up on it at all but she was like it was she's like 
She's like, I watched the whole time you were out there. And I mean, the show was like an hour and a half, and I was uh, well over an hour between, you know, like, but she's like, I watched the whole thing. Like, they were just like smiling and laughing. And she's like, there was this shift when I walked out there that was just like the scariest thing. And yeah, I don't like bringing a girlfriend to a music festival. That's like a regular group yeah. of people that could be on, uh, you know, this is my, my stupid fear-based system that I try to shed myself of. But I don't like, they could be drunk or just aggressive or you like hit on your girlfriend and then a group of them. I don't like groups. You took <laughs> yeah. them to a group that you like, you know, by rights shouldn't trust. No, but I, she, she really wanted to go. And to be fair, I had never been to prison before. So I wasn't exactly sure what to expect. You got to do a ladies prison. I've I've investigated this. There's one in Manhattan. You gotta go. But this is what happened. There's there's a prison in there's, Manhattan. Yeah, at like twenty second, like right on West Side Highway. You wouldn't you wouldn't What's know the it. Rent? <laughs> yeah, it's prime real. Yeah. Same with Sing Sing, though. To be fair, it's like glorious views of the Hudson. Mm. If you if you look in one direction, you're like, this is great. Other direction, no, prison. Yeah. not really. But yeah, it's right. You wouldn't know it. It's it it's like you. It's this nondescript building and then there's like a sign a little sign that says like New York State Correctional whatever Um, just like next to a Quiznos I don't maybe like it's right by the highline maybe a subway not (laughs) not a Quiznos it's there's yeah it's it's right right there what yeah and they have like roof access like recreation it's all like fenced in Sure. But here's the thing. It's like medium security. Uh-huh. So I went there and, uh, you know, said, hey, I've been to Sing Sing, which, and they were like, yeah, like we checked and I heard it went well, like, you know, we'd love to have you. And and so they're like, what did you talk about at Sing Sing? And uh, I told them and the guy's like, all right, so, all right, I'm going to explain to you how this works. Uh, do you have a match I can borrow? And... He's like, just pretend you have a pack of matches. Can I have a match? And I was like, okay. And he's like, all right, you want to suck my dick? And I, this is like in a, what I I think I'm just booking a comedy show. Yeah. And I was like, what? I, I, I don't understand what's going on, mister. This is like one of the, the warden type guys. And he's like, I was just kind of role playing with you. Like, to, this is, that's how it goes in Sing Sing. My point is... Like, in Sing Sing, you can say whatever you want. You can make any joke you want, because these guys are never leaving. So he's like, you can swear, you can say whatever, and if they go back and repeat it in their cells to each other, that's fine. No one has a problem with that. But, like, we're trying to rehabilitate these women. So if you say something that they might repeat, like, on on their work release that day, that's really bad. So they... They were like, you basically have to do like a Bill Cosby set in here. And I'm not like a super blue comic or anything. Yeah. But like, I think any, you know, I think anyone we can think of, any of Why our friends. Why did you have to do the match thing? I don't know. I felt it was really. <laughs> so unnecessary. It was really. I, I don't know. I were really, you alone? Yeah. Like it, just like Dave, a, I think you were proposition, <laughs> and then he was like, "Ah, uh, I was just role playing." 
You got to be clean is what I'm saying. You, you can't say, Dave, please suck my dick. This isn't a bit. You couldn't say that. You could never come into this office and say, I'm not joking. Please suck me, the warden's dick. Not that I ever would. You look down, his pants are gone. It was, yeah. I, I don't doubt that that possibility because it was very weird. I was uncomfortable. Oh, you think that might have been a possibility? Probably 40. No, no, probably not. But... Yeah, I was like, uh, but uh, anyway, I thought like, oh, I, I don't have time to. I, I I would like to do it, but I was like, I, I will actually have to write a whole new, right set for this one show, and you couldn't say, I don't know, I don't know how women's prison. I don't watch Orange Is the New Black. Do they beat each other up on the first day? I don't know. Not it was a, a different security. medium security prime more, location. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. They live in a loft together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um yeah, so I, I think it's a bit yeah, they're they're gonna those everyone there is gonna get out at some point. Probably. Right. That's nutty. So I hope you do it. You should film it. Yeah. You should have recorded like it as an album. How did you I want close to. at Sing Sing? How did you close? See what I don't understand, because I've done hell gigs before, and you go up and you win them over, mm-hmm. and then you don't let them go. You brought up guests. So you ostensibly closed, got a big laugh, and you're like, let's bring out my friend. Yeah. Here comes fucking Carl. He does well. That's not even good for you. What if they like Carl more? I know. It's a risk, risk all around. Then you come back. Then you bring out poor Croft. <laughs> Craft. <laughs> Croft. You bring her out. She gets their juices flowing. I'm not trying to be cute. No, they Some of did. these people are like, <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> then you come back. How long do you do after Laura? Probably another half hour, I would say. And did it just start going well? I it, I brought up to I wanted to bring up inmates to interview them, like kind of talk late, show yeah, style, late night style, like sure. just kind of like my UCB show. And so they like pre-screened like two guys they were confident weren't going to do anything to me, like because they're like, yeah, we got these two guys, they're they're totally cool. Don't worry. So you. You had this piñata full of plans. I'm just like, <laughs> if you went up and started eating shit, do the guards know, like, we're probably not going to use you. I think you're getting bumped by the stabbing. That's a good yeah, right yeah. Well, that's the thing. That, they, that, that was always a possibility throughout the show. You stacked it so high. Yeah, I, I could, because that, that was the thing. Like, you the had your thing, guitar. The thing, this is why I, I forget if I said this, but the thing with the guitar is Carl later... He's like, when you came out with the guitar and was playing, the guard came over to me, and they're like, this is good. Like, they respect him. He's going to be fine. He's like, I can tell. He's like, they all respect him right now. I swear to that you. So is, it was a good move. Uh, no. Dave. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I've done convention centers, you know, like, during the day, people going around to booths and stuff that uh, were worse than what... It sounds like your prison show was because of that move. <laughs> that move is the move of the past decade. It deserves a trophy and a plaque. And it sounds like you just kind of thought of it. Yeah, I just thought, like, what is the one thing I can do that's like, you know, because comedy, it's so subjective. And, like, there's going to be someone who's like, oh, Dave's hilarious. But then there's someone who thinks I've never said anything funny in my life. But 
no one it can't be debated like oh he's pretty sweet at guitar like that's i feel awesome. like that's a pr- fairly universal thing like they said <laughs> this worked <laughs> yeah you feel that they yeah. respect him. <laughs> the guards at sing sing should walk around with guitars yeah like get back in your cell and they're like all right <laughs> he played that sweet riff <laughs> and then he gets it that's crazy yeah. So how did you you closed with like a close? I, I see the thing is, I, I know a lot of comedians that could go up and riff on prison for thirty minutes, talk about I'm going to make you my bitch, being a joke. I got to punch my friend Carl. All right, I yeah. can think of ten people that can maybe do that. Uh, but here's what I don't know: people that can do one is shred the guitar at the beginning, then kill, then interrupt it with an act and another act, one of which sets them sideways. And then now you can't go up. It's not cute for you to be like, so it's my first day in prison. (laughs) Now you just have to do what? Like, have you noticed if you cut a sandwich (laughs) diagonal? That's great. That middle bite. That middle bite is great. But the side bites, it's mostly crushed. (laughs) What do you do? How do you relate to these people? I I swear, you know, I started, I did like a few things I can't, like just that I would do anywhere. A little bit. You got to give me the topic of the bit. I can't. I mean, I can't remember. I know I played a few videos. Little Michael Jackson and me. I don't know. If, yeah, I remember but, that. Like it's a, a a little person and running around as Michael Jackson. They, they kick punch me in the nuts. Yeah, that's again universally. They loved um, it. Any guy's gonna love that. Yeah. So they were into that, and uh, then I brought you had video cues. Yeah, because they had, they could do it. So I was like, let's do it. I had a smoke machine. I had a snow machine. You were creating cover for them? I. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a good play. <laughs> Old Misty George disappeared. <laughs> now is the time. <laughs> they, I, I, they came up and they were, then they, these two guys just kind of made, one of them just made fun of me. Who did? The, one of the inmates. One. Of, I brought these two oh, guys up. Oh, my God. I forgot. So one of them just made fun of me, and they liked that. You know, what he did made, he say? He just made fun of my clothes and, you know. And then the other guy was this kind Can of... Can I ask? White guy or black guy? Both black guys. Was he? Did it have that kind of almost like a comedy comedian, like doing, yeah. doing snaps? Yeah. I was told... That, Not that white people can't yeah. do snaps. I'm just saying there's a specific way a black man will make fun of your clothes that I, I personally enjoy. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> it. In fact, I was told they're like, he's this is a, our resident funny man. Oh, yeah. you br- good move. <laughs> yeah. So you he- are a pro. <laughs> you have a suitcase that's long and it looks like it's a base, but it's a sniper rifle. <laughs> And you go and do the impossible? How are you not world famous for this? I don't, you know, in the You almost said, circuit. I don't know, which I appreciate. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you don't know. I don't know. It makes no sense. You, you did it like if I do a corporate or if I do a college, you find out, like you said, the dorms. Yeah. And then you find out who does everyone make fun of. There's always oh, an yeah, answer. Oh, yeah, I found out I found out the guy. Go- this is the thing. Like, this is a big, uh, uh, I, th- I found out, like, a lot of lingo. Mm. Ahead of time, and I checked it with a few guys to make sure, like this is the real. These are real things. Brilliant. And one of the things is the fifi, which is uh, they make a of a, a vagina basically out of like a sock, a rubber glove, and or a trash bag, and like 
it's lotion. It's this whole thing. Like, yeah, it's a flashlight. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, yeah, homespun. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. They basically make their own flashlights, and <laughs> so flashlight is the sponsor. <laughs> and I found out, like, I, I was like, this is a real thing. And wait, can I ask you something? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Could you bring an inmate a flashlight? I don't think so. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's a it's a little blunt. You could knock somebody out with a, with one of those. I don't I I don't know. Interesting, because I mean, we should start a campaign flashlights for prisoners. I mean, because my first thought is if they're getting it out in their in their sock pussy, yeah, then they're not attacking each other as much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I my I'm gonna guess no that we couldn't do it. The people in Flashlight is probably because of the hard plastic shell. That's the thing. These guys aren't traveling with them. It's just staying in the room. Give these guys a soft-shelled, portable... I like the nondescript slit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never used one. I'm not bold enough. I wish I had. Yeah, I... I, I have th- no, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, I, I was... <laughs> part of me is like, oh, maybe. Uh, You've never... No, because you know how it. You know, it's that that thing of like, what if I die? And they find the flashlight. They, yeah, I don't want. I don't need that. Unless today, you and I just say, yeah, yeah, documented. We like. Flesh wouldn't lights. it be hilarious? Oh yeah, wouldn't if it be we got funny? Flashlights? Yeah, yeah. As, as a bit for research. <laughs> yeah, for prisons, prisoners for pocket pussies. <laughs> yeah, PPP. And then, uh, yeah, then 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 we're covered. We have this. Tape. Pocket oh, no. pussies for prisons. <laughs> Pocket pussies for prisons. This I. This is. I like this. I I think I think it's so weird when people enjoy the idea that prison is a place filled with uh, non consensual sex. I don't even like saying rape. People get so uptight about it, which I understand why. Sensitive issue, but like I don't even like that people are like, you know, you're gonna go to prison where they can't stop it. It's like, can't we stop it? Isn't there a way to like? Doesn't isn't it true that nobody should be raped? This is true. Though I, though I actually because I I've become obsessed with prison <laughs> like and yeah. I mean to an extent, but I read I read there's a book called um New Jack. This guy Ted Conover, a journalist who wanted to write a book about Sing Sing like what's it like inside and they wouldn't give him access, so he became a corrections officer. Just like, all right, I'm going to get this job. Yeah. And went in and worked there for like at least a year and then wrote about it. And It's one of the checkboxes. It's like undercover author. <laughs> I have repressed rage. I don't like uh, certain groups. <laughs> I'm a secret author. <laughs> oh, number three. <laughs> get in there. Well, so the, like, and so you I read this book. B. <laughs> the old timers. Sorry. <laughs> you read it's the book? in memory. No, thank you. Um, yeah, so and I was like, when is he going to talk about the prison, the non-consensual yeah. sex going on? Yeah. And it's like one paragraph, he, he was just sort of like, by the way, you know, I know this is like sort of the thing that everyone assumes and all the jokes. He's like, it happens, but it's not nearly what everyone thinks it is. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think it's, a, it's the exception, not the rule. Oh. See, I again, I don't know any, I don't know any criminals. You know what I mean? What I mean is yeah, that's the what pe- you think. Well, true. <laughs> you are a sniper of legacy. That's what you are. Oh my god, there's your next book. 
love that. But the idea – I guess what I'm trying to say – I don't know what I'm trying to be delicate is I can understand if somebody does something so horrible that they're like he deserves to be in a place where he's raped all the time. I guess. But mm-hmm. I am saying I don't think anybody should be raped. No. And so therefore your statement actually does make me a little bit glad. Yeah. Is it's, that uh, weird to say? No, it makes absolute sense. Okay. I think uh, – Sometimes I get – Sometimes I take my generalized anxiety and put it on offending people. <laughs> like, I'm just like, we'll, we'll do an episode of this podcast, I'll go to bed, and I'm like, I did say nobody should be raped. But really what I'm like is like, I'm afraid I'm alone and no one really loves me. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know where to put that anxiety, so you take it and yeah. you put it in the mold of like, people are going to think I'm an asshole. <laughs> but really, when somebody's like, oh no, they don't like me at the party, really, you're like, I'm going to die in a nursing home. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, yeah, that's the... really what you're afraid of. Yeah, absolutely. We we cracked it. That's basically <laughs> life in a nutshell. True enough. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But there's snacks and things. Good snacks. <laughs> Good friends. Yeah. There's consensual intercourse. Yeah. The okay. rest of the time we have to say consensual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> Just to be clear. Um, all right. So what were you saying? I do have a fo- uh, follow-up uh, question. Question, okay. I suppose, but I, what were you saying? Wait, what was I saying? You were socking. You were socking about the socks. Oh, 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 oh. yeah. So I P- found P- out P- this is the best thing because there's like there's you know there are some guys that were like sort of stagehands. I mean, it really is like a college in many ways. Yeah, they like there's guys like I'm in the AV department, <laughs> and so there was like guys hanging out, and I was like, so is this a thing? This thing that I can't. And then I I said. What was it called? Fifi? A fifi. And I said, is a Fifi, is that a real thing you have? And he's like, well, what, the, what the fuck did you just say? And I was like, oh, man, I crossed the line. I'm like, I, I'm sorry. That's that. like triple N-word. <laughs> <laughs> you just said triple. And I, you know, I said, I, I'm sorry. You know, I was just reading on the internet about a Fifi, and I wanted to make a joke about it. Is that something everyone knows? And, and the guy's like, hey, guys, get over here. And he calls over his inmate friends and he's like they, they like he knows about fifis and they're like what how do you know that i'm like it's on the internet and they were kind of like embarrassed like the secrets out what oh, we're up to no yeah they're just like oh my god like people know we're doing this i'm like yeah yeah wait there's, you looked up on the internet yeah there's videos on youtube like how to make them but yeah if, if you're on the outside well you don't yeah you don't you don't need it. I would argue you, no one, because I'm thinking, like, it's very involved, and I just think the time to make one of those, I can solve the problem. You know, like, you jer- you jerk I can just jerk it. Yeah, but I mean, before then. spoken like a real man who's never fucked a sock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, you, got, you got the time. This is true. I, you know, it really does... Uh, Prison is just one of those things that I don't really enjoy thinking about. I, I hate that we have people that, uh, you know, have just completely been fucked. I mean, I, they, did, they did it to themselves, but it's like... Well, yes and no. I mean, yes. Yes, yes and no. I agree. But, but y- I don't mean to be too liberal, but, like, when I watch documentaries about, like, Scared Straighter and the guys in there that have, like, made a mistake or... Especially if you get real sketchy, they were involved in a crime. Yeah, they were misrepresented, and now they're just like, Ugh. well, yeah. There and and also, you know, because I, I I I was afraid going in. I thought like, oh, well, you know, all this darkness, like 
like, what if it I, consumes me? Like mm. all these guys who did all this stuff, but then you get in there and there's no way you can focus on like, what did he do? What did he do? And right. it's like, then you're kind of just there with a bunch of dudes, right? And like some of them, there was like some young guys who were like, "You guys are from UCB," like they knew it, like they knew the Excuse Comedy Central show, me? yeah, and they were like huge fans of the TV show, and like were thrilled that we were from UCB. And like I'm like you know that they're like oh yeah we love that show we're like you know they obviously had seen it before they wound up in prison but there's no way you're getting <laughs> you guys want to watch some niche sketch comedy <laughs> no there's a Patriots game and after that you got Charlie Sheen yeah okay <laughs> I'm just gonna sit in the corner and remember an old episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were and and it it made me think like I'm like oh like I mean I'm cer- certainly there's plenty of guys in there who just did a horrible thing every day of their lives maybe but i think a lot of them is just like you think about like oh you you there's a there was a crazy 30 seconds one night right or five minutes or whatever you got in a fight and there was a gun and you were drunk right and like i mean i even think and you know and i i i've not been in a situation like that but i've certainly thought like in like a, I've been, I'm not saying like I've you know been like on the brink, but like I've certainly been like had moments like super depressed and uh, out you of know your, out of your mind a little bit out yeah. of sorts. And like I I was gonna when I was living back in Cleveland I was gonna move in with this guy and he had all these he's a hunter like this sort of like Hemingway you know fishing rods and David gun, and guns <laughs> in the foyer. If we're going to be roommates, I want to get a few things straight. Got that old chap? <laughs> shoot, shoot the discus out of the air. Yeah, he's this guy. Yeah, there's like vests and there's like deer urine everywhere. Yeah. He's like just got dude stuff everywhere. And I told him before I moved in, I was like, you can't have guns around. Like, for that reason. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't want anyone to You don't want gun. the option. Yeah. So, I, I'm like, I'm like, here, just... Promise me you'll lock the guns up in one place and the ammo up somewhere else. Right. And that shouldn't be a problem with you if you're just hunting. Right. Uh, a problem for you. And uh, so I moved in and I was literally like pushing guns. Like <laughs> he didn't follow my instructions. And then <laughs> I. You were sitting down to write a letter to your mother <laughs> and you're moving guns off the Yeah. Desk. And, and I, I was like, I got there. You know, with my first boxes of things, and I and I called, and he wasn't home, and I was like, I was like, oh, I'm not moving in. He's like, why? What are you talking? I'm like, there are guns every, like, you have guns lying around. He's like, you're serious? I'm like, yes. Like, no, I, I, I don't want that. You I thought that was weird. Yeah, he thought like I was being unreasonable. Oh, come on, man, these are paperweights. <laughs> They're like really good paperweights. It's not even loaded. <laughs> like through the ceiling. Yeah, I don't. But anyway, that's a, that's the sort of thing. I think uh, you know. Obviously, there's other scenarios aside from like a an avid hunter that you might be roommates with. Right, that you'd end up in prison. But no, um, I understand. I, w- I was thinking about when I was in uh, Melbourne, which I know you've been to mm-hmm. Melbourne. As yeah, well. I was just there. Really? Yeah. I did oh, this, I went year. this year. Yeah. Oh, fun. Was David O'Doherty there? He was. Ah, yeah. The DOD. Yes. I love the DOD. So, so yeah, so he's the best. He's got quite small legs. I didn't notice that. He has a song about it. You mean like he has a low ass and everything, or He's like got thin like legs? the legs of a small, smaller man, like a long torso? If David O'Doherty 
had the legs that he ought, by rights, purported by his torso to have. He would be he like... He would be like a giant man. Wow. He's I got hadn't co- noticed that. But then now I'm thinking about it, and I feel like... It's a little bit Shrek-y. Wow. I just got to sit with this for a second. <laughs> he I has a, I'm not outing him. He has a song called Quite Short Legs. <laughs> oh, I don't think I knew this. Well, David, uh, so I was in Melbourne. And somebody told me a story. I think I've even brought this up on the on the podcast before because it's been a go to fear example of mine. So, uh, what is the group in Australia? I don't want to say it incorrectly. That is kind kind of the uh, under acknowledged original people. Oh, the Aborigines. Aborigines. All right, which so, I'm probably saying wrong. Yeah. I think I may have added an extra syllable. Abor- syllable. Aboriginals. Yeah. Be. Yeah. Adidas Aboriginals. Or the, I guess the racist way to say it is abos. Is it the easiest, but also racist way to say it? It's yeah. It's either abo. You're ignorant because you're racist, or you're ignorant because you can't say a multi-syllable <laughs> yeah. word. Uh, but the Aborigines. So there was an. Ab- so there's already tension in this bar, but then this jacked motherfucker. Uh, huge dude, um, Aboriginal, uh, comes into the bar. Um, so there's already like racial tension, I guess, there that like these guys. I don't know the story at all, but it's it's my understanding they got a a bad deal. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, uh, yeah. So this, but he's really really huge, and he's going around, kind of exploiting the fact that he's a giant. I don't know how much the race thing plays into it, but he's a huge man. Yeah, and he's going around feeling up people's girlfriends. Oh. While looking at the guy, being like, kind of like, what are you going to do? Picking a fight, basically. Apparently, you know, in my mind, this guy is impossibly huge. I, I wasn't there. Yeah. But in my mind, he's a giant, giant man. And uh, I, I had to think about it. I was like, well, it's one of those, like, what would you do sort of things. And I'm like, well, you know, it, it reminds me of an old Bill Burr bit. It's like, you can fight him and lose. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, presumably, you would lose. Or you can allow it to happen and then, like, you know, not get an erection for two years. You know what I mean? Just be, like, yeah. uh, dehumanized a little bit by yeah. that experience. And I remember Michael Shea, who I was there with at the time, uh, was like, even if – even he's like, you have to lose. He's like, you have to lose. So then I was – Meaning you have to fight you have and to fight get him your and ass lose. kicked. Yep. That's I what he I agree with that. Isn't that funny? I, I would say – but I would say – that would be a scenario where I would not follow any code of like fighting. Fighting fair. I would not fight fair. Well, I that's would, what he said. I he would goes, smash a, a, but the, okay. something on his head right away. Me too. Okay, so we're smashing a bottle on his head. We agree. Yeah. Because I just, two days ago, it's been a year or more since I was in Melbourne, and I'm still thinking about the scenario. So I was just two days ago, I was like, that's what I do. Because Michael Shea, I remember he was like, there's a bottle or something. And he's right. The guy's yeah. got balls. You can kick him in the balls. And that, in my fantasy... That's a good move. ...was I was like, you smash him on the head and then you kick him in the balls so many times. But now you got bloodlust, right? Yeah. You've, you've won. And what if you stomp him just a little too hard and you, and you give him an internal hemorrhage and he oh, dies? yeah, yeah. Or, worse, smash. You hit him in the head with a bottle. That's a big move. Yeah, that's bold. Now you have a, a bottle handle, which is like a knife. Yeah, he stands up. He's not because he's let's say he's on some sort of speed or something, or, or or he's just so strong it didn't knock him out. Now he's coming at you, and you have a knife. What are you gonna do? 
I'll tell you what mammal Dave Hill is going to do. <laughs> you, you're not making any choice anymore, and now you're stabbing this motherfucker. Yeah. I, I keep calling him a motherfucker. I just mean like well, he, big, I don't, big dude. Yeah, I don't like this guy. You don't like him. To be fair. So you stab him, let's say. Yeah. He dies. Yeah. You just, you, you just committed manslaughter. Yeah. Or murder, depending on your lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you could be in prison the rest of your life. Yeah. Because you could have called the police, or you could have left yeah. the bar, or you could have, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is exactly it. This is the, these are the sort of things I was thinking. I was like, oh, these little... Yeah. Yeah. What so do we... Do? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's something know. that's caused me some trouble. That, yeah. that sort of scenario has caused me trouble. Yeah, because you, yeah, you, ha- you have to... You have to smash on this guy or do something really violent that you think he, he can't recover from. Or, Steve Martin, throw up on yourself. Oh, that's good. That's a Steve Martin bit. He's like, <laughs> if you're being robbed, just throw up on your money. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. And but it's kind of, it would kind of work. Nobody wants vomit-soaked money. No. But isn't that's like a real thing, though, with... Uh, Non-consensual sex is to, like, shit your pants. Oh, really? Yeah. If you can do that. Yeah. I feel like I could more easily do... I've never heard that, and it it troubles me. It's either... I think it's shit your pants or piss your pants. No, it's a good one. And I feel like I could do that uh, more easily than piss myself. Like, consciously. Yeah, yeah. It's harder to push out pee. Yeah. But I'm always on... Like, (laughs) right now, I'm on the verge of shitting my pants. Basically, I'm trying not to shit my pants most of the time. So shitting my pants as a as a way to get it's someone to leave me alone you. is yeah. That's my uh, well. Skunk if somebody spray. comes up and and molests your girlfriend, and you could shit yourself. I think she has <laughs> to shit herself. That's the thing. I don't, and that she's. I don't know if she could. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. These are heavy topics. Yeah. <laughs> But we've broken it down to the basics of being a human, I guess. Yeah. You just... Stabbing some big guy with a bottle. Well, that's the thing, is I hate all things that bring us back into some sort of primal place. I really do. It's a wonder that I love sex, because I do, because that's so primal and so sort of like... Like, I'm not necessarily the type of guy that wants to, like, dance really seductively with a woman on stage, but I'll do that privately naked. Sure. You know what I mean? Grinding. (laughs) Sex is is a lot like a Latin salsa. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And sometimes it's spicy, like a salsa. (laughs) Hit it! Oh, I just hit the It's okay. Ooh. I love those little moments. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, so sex is is one that I'm into, but like even like a, a big crowd of people chanting, I'm just yeah. like, what are we, orcs rooting for the, <laughs> Are the orcs rooting for the Bruins right now? I just, I'm not into it. I'm not into anything where like, except sex, because that is completely this, where reason just kind of goes to the side and you're yelling right. at the TV, come on! Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like I get it that you want to let it out of your system, but paintball or UFC. I don't like UFC. Well, oh, UFC, I think is is. Uh, I I think I don't know. This is maybe. I think it's really literal. Like it's just as homoeroticism just playing itself out in an organized way. Like I, 
I would have been, I, la- I been laughing, but I was drinking. <laughs> you think it's just I think it is nothing more than two guys doing everything in their power not to make out. Like, that's all I see. That's all I think is happening. I think anyone watching it, that's what they ultimately want to see happen. <laughs> I believe that. Uh, and I've checked it out a little bit with gay friends. I was like, am yeah. I right about this? And then they say, absolutely. Really? They agree, yeah. I feel like a, a gay person is a little bit like a scholar. When you bring in a gay <laughs> yeah, witness, yeah. you're like... I'm running a check on is this. Is that true? They're like, it's true. Well, here, let's let's join it how we can join it. Two sure. girls fighting. Absolutely. You think yeah. something sexy is happening. Yeah. It, that's the basis of... Why we want to see that? Them rolling around, it's like an a, a, a heightened mud wrestling or whatever. Yeah. And when guys like girls in like you know junior high, young, younger than junior high, you're gonna see some wrestling and pushing. And yeah. Or, yeah. Something. I think the first uh, girl I ever liked, I hit her over the head with my Carl? bag. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hit him. Second grade, Becky Sheets hit her over the head with my book bag because I really liked her. And sent her home crying. <laughs> and I thought that was the best way to let her know, is to hit her. <laughs> I remember, I still feel like I get those impulses. <laughs> where I'm like, not to hit, but to like, make a splash. <laughs> <laughs> really show her that you're something. And like, yeah. just throw a drink Bam. at him. Yeah. It was like a drawstring book bag, like school issued, like yeah. wind up. yeah. Bam. Well, you know, just to agree with you, and I, you know, I, I'm just thinking about this for the first time, but it's something like really, really fit dudes who what? are so. I'm talking about UFC. Yeah. Who are staunchly heterosexual. It's very important On the to the surface, image. Yeah. To the image of the whole franchise. Yeah. That these are like men. You want to think that, like, the UFC would like us to think that they're thinking this guy wants to fuck your girl, sort of thing. Like, yeah. that's how they get into it. Like, yeah. no way! <laughs> but then they do proceed to, you know, I guess it is a little bit obvious. And not to say that any sort of man on man touching is uh, homosexual or, or no, gay fuel. I don't fueled. think that. I, that feels like its own type of homophobia. <laughs> like, yeah. We've discovered a new type of homophobia. Like, it is possible to do that in a straight way, certainly. Yeah. But you think. I say it not in a homophobic way. I say it as a guy who would love to see these two men go have a nice dinner <laughs> rather than sit and re- beat the shit out of each other. Like, just go have a nice time together. <laughs> like, why why not do that? I would love to see that happen. My fantasy is always that they would, like, sit down and resolve their issues verbally. But to that over like a the salmon or whatever you're gonna have, yeah, yeah, probably probably a lean protein, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 steam broccoli, I think, no butter, <laughs> absolutely, uh, yeah, I understand that, I don't, but I don't, I don't even like like prison dudes and uh, villains or yeah or you know it's I don't know there's something about the link between violence and size and fucking there's something. I just saw a hand. Oh. It's okay. It was just weird to see a hand at floor level come by the door. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know where I was going with that. I, I just think it's interesting that when you think of the prison uh, stereotype, it's a jacked person, huge, yeah, very sexual, very violent, uh, you know, in, in that sort of almost like a silverback. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I just want to eat and fuck and destroy. Well, this is like... That's not everybody in prison, by the way. Obviously. No, but... 
but <laughs> no, but but like it's like dogs. Like I never understood. Like you know, you know, when you're a kid and your dog goes and humps your right. boy dog goes and humps the next door neighbor's boy dog, and and you're like, I think Sparkles is gay or whatever. And but then girls' dogs do it too. But they're like they just do it to dominate. So they they feign sex to be like I'm dominating you. I'm fucking running. This neighborhood. That's what they. I didn't know. That's what. That. The, that's why they do it. That's why when you go to someone's and probably doesn't happen. But when, when you go to someone's house and like occasionally the dog will just hump a human, right, of a guest. It's not because they find them attractive. It's because they want to be like, "This is my hey, house." Yeah, that's my spot on the couch. But I, there's also the subtle ways that that men do that. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying this is true, but me telling you where to sit is a little bit. You of a, have fucked me. By doing that, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I actually would like to not, not make eye contact with that thing. Is on double dates often, one of the men will try and establish themselves as the alpha of both couples. It just, I think it yeah. just happens. And it's not in that obvious sort of like, you're getting the uh, salmon, you fucking uh, frou-frou. Yeah, fuck your fifi and your frou-frou. Uh, but there is a little bit of like a who's going to steer the car sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Something that I've never been interested in in competing at all. But that's even my own attempt at being alpha. I'm like, I'm not even going to play in this game. Yeah, there's a... a oh, I'm better than that. Yeah, but no Because my dick is so big, <laughs> all the blood is in my hard, hard dick. <laughs> Sir, I can't even think of a retort because of my throbbing dick. Oh, God! <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, it's like... Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm the same way. I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not participating in it, and yeah, but it goes back like in college, like you have be, to. Yeah, but it, in you college, know, what? Like, I remember there'd be like certain guys who'd be like, let's wrestle, like just wrestle around our shitty apartment, and I'm like, I know, and I, I would never put up a fight. I would be like, okay, if you need to, let's get this over with. Right, right. right. I'm not gonna. Even if I can beat you, I don't. I don't want to roll around the living room with you. Like, so if you need to just hold my body down for a few seconds, you're like for a us therapist. To- <laughs> if, we, if we can move on, if I let you put me in a half Nelson, I will do that. Jeremy, Jeremy, macho man, Jeremy, sit down. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's that. Uh, but you not participating in it is probably, and I'm saying that's the same thing I me, do. Yeah, trying to dominate it another to. way because yeah, that is how we get uh, the things we need. Yeah, friendship, relationships, mm-hmm. sex. You're included in the food distribution. Yes, got to give Dave a piece. He didn't wrestle <laughs> me. Good job, sport. <laughs> but I I even think like. And I've, I've again, I can I can back this up. I had this conversation with John Mulaney years ago, where we we were both at, at the Aspen Comedy Festival at the same time, and I was realizing I'm like I don't remember. There's just so many dudes here, like not comedians. I remember comedians, but there's like agents and managers. Mm-hmm. There's like a some white dude between twenty and fifty, twenty, you know, and like. I was just like, am I an asshole? I cannot tell these guys apart to save my life. And he's like, yeah, like Nick Kroll and I call him head of hairs. Like we don't, you, you can't uh, dis- distinguish them. And, you call and, him a head hair, yeah. And um, but I thought about it, and I, and then I realized it's sort of like an ongoing problem, specific 
to men in of like sort of after you know post grad to you know fifty something mm. where I I that's like a pretty large demographic where I a little struggle with names or even having met them, but like women, not the case. Children, older people, but my my, my thinking is that that's so interesting. That David a, Hill, I have that same thing. Oh, I have a bit of that same phenomenon. So, but my my thinking is is that it's a caveman thing where subconsciously, I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have a baby with you, and you are my competition and mm. pregnant. I don't even see you. Yeah. But like I'm not, I don't cont- I don't think any of these things. Right. But just analyzing, I'm like, why? What other reason would there be for this? For well, like- well you probably are prioritizing. Like a woman, and I have a lot of female friends that I will never uh, have sex with, or yeah, never would want to. Uh, I mean, you know. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, my dick is so throbbing right now. <laughs> just thinking of how I'm not gonna fuck all these available vagina. <laughs> Uh, sometimes I just become Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have platonic female friends. But, like, mm-hmm. I think even in a platonic hang, there's something that gives it a little bit more electricity that you're like, we could. Yeah. Not that you want, even want to, but you're like, you are that group. <laughs> yeah. That group interests me. <laughs> uh, that's not true of all of them. I don't mean to even think of specifics. I'm just saying there's some that are really like you're my sister sort of thing. Yeah, I would yeah. never want to sleep with you. But there's I, – I just like women and I think that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons. Yeah. And I forget men quickly. Yeah. I mean I tried, you know. Although female actresses, I'm the opposite. Movies, like if you ask me like who's in The Edge of Tomorrow, Tom Cruise. Who's the other one? I don't know. This is true. But I, I forget mm-hmm. women all the time. It's like – you didn't know Kate Winslet was in Titanic? I'm like, <laughs> I thought it was a swirl of red. I saw Leo. I saw a swirl of red. He drew that swirl of red. Then it was old. Then it was a swirl of blue. And she threw the necklace. Why'd, the, why'd that blue swirl throw that necklace? Give it to your grandchildren, Eddie Pepitone. Uh, we're having fun. Are you dating somebody? Yeah. Long time? Uh yeah. How I what? mean like ish year and a half. It doesn't uh, matter. Just give me a ballpark. Yeah, like yearish. Nobody's going to call you on it. No, no, yeah, I was going I'm just thinking about yearish. Have I met the swirl of color? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. I just wanted to use that joke. Uh what does she do? She's she's a regular person. She has a job. <laughs> like at, not, she's not in show business. I understand. Yeah. Um and how do you meet? Um we're both from Cleveland. Oh, yeah, very nice. Yeah, I like Cleveland. It's a great place. It is. Yeah, I agree. I have a friend who lives in Cleveland. I might just visit him because one, I want to see him, and they're like, "We'll come to LA." I'm like, "No, I like going to Cleveland." Cleveland is is a wonderful place. I say this not uh, to pander to pander. Yeah, to but fluff. it's it's a great and a great place to visit. You can have a magical three or four days there. I agree. And just action packed. There's great restaurants. There are great restaurants. Yeah. I mean, that like, one section where that club is. Hilarities. Yeah, yeah. There's, East 4th Street. There's a lot. There's great stuff there. And yep. then you go into Ohio City. There's great stuff. Tremont. It's a, and, and lovely people. Yep. Yeah. And pretty, pretty cheap. Insanely cheap. Like, I, cheap. there's moments. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. You can, 
Live you, it you up. can live on whatever's in your pocket <laughs> there. Like pretty much. You'll be fine. Yeah. Cleveland. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well yeah, I mean like yeah, you go I go back there and it's like, let me get some drinks and yeah. and that you like there it's like four cents or whatever. Right, right, right. The four cent Very martini. Cheap. I know. Very, you yeah, you don't want the four cent martini. You want, <laughs> you're gonna want to get the six cent martini. You gotta tip them a dollar. So it's really a two dollar martini. <laughs> What a scam. The guy that won't buy anything. It's a four cent martini, but they expect you to tip. It's still four cents. Yeah. Try giving him a nickel. See what happens. He looks at you like you're crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was a four cent martini. I just love yelling. Uh, never married? No. How old? Are you my age? 35? I'm 35. No, I'm old, man. You're one of those older men? <laughs> I'm in my 40s. Are know. you really? Yeah. Oh, you do? I mean, I look great. That's the thing. That's the thing. I look great. So, you know, as far as show business goes, I'm still getting... Still getting called out for those 28-year-olds uh, roles. <laughs> so I'm in a great place. Um... <laughs> I love all of it. But I ne- no, I've never been married. I mean, I think... Do you get that a lot? I, I didn't mean to ask an obvious question. I was just wondering. No, no. It's funny, like, because in my... I don't know if you do this, but I mentally... Fuck a sock? I fuck a sock. <laughs> I mentally fuck a sock. That's the... Is my <laughs> you hand. jerk off with your hand thinking about thinking a sock. Thinking about a sock. Oh, if I had crafting <laughs> skills. <laughs> no, I... I think, like, mentally, I'm, I vacillate between, like, 15 and 26. I vacillate the inside of the sock. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> you vacillate between mentally... About 15 and 26, That's how say. old you feel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, if, uh... I would say I walked in here, I felt like 26. A man. <laughs> a man of 26. Yeah. But if I, if I were to go into, like, uh... To, to a nice restaurant or something... I, there's a part of me... If I go into a nice clothing store, a nice restaurant, I feel 15 and I think they're going to ask me to leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's completely normal. But, but yeah, but I've noticed, like, uh, Sir, in recent years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're a child and could you leave? <laughs> oh, right. Wait, I'm in my 40s. Yeah. I could own this store. That's another Mulaney thing is whenever we get nervous going into those stores, he's like, it's just a guy that works in a store. He's not going to tell you to leave. He's not going to laugh at you if you don't know what your jacket size is. Like, he works in a store. I, not putting him down. That man works in the store. He works for you, essentially. But I, I, the other day, I went into a store in New York. I went into, this is a sad story. Although just where I was, you know, you know Marameco? I do not expect you to know this. But no. it's a, to finish, did she play, Housewares store. Did she, did she play Ugly Betty? <laughs> That does sound about right. But it's it's like uh, throw pillows and bedding and such. Very like, uh, it's Finnish. Design, mm-hmm. beautiful, mm-hmm. colorful things. And uh, I was looking are for Are you still eating that or are you Finnish? <laughs> are you still eating that Danish or are you Finnish? <laughs> Hi, I'm Phil. Oh. I like that. Yeah, that, that tickled my brain in that's a way good. that I didn't even enjoy. It was kind of like, stop tickling me! But I went in there and I was I was sweat I had gone running and I I thought I'll go running I'll go to the store I'll go in and see if they have a uh, like a comforter. So you that, ran with your wallet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always. 
Always. Take note, <laughs> NYC muggers. Yeah. What are they going to do? Know. Send me to that minimum security prison <laughs> in the Primo district? <laughs> it's a girl. That was a woman. <laughs> I'd like to see him try. So I ran. I was running, and I went in there. I was, I was like, oh, I feel like I'm maybe a little too sweaty to be walking into a, a nice store. Mm. But I was like, no, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not that disgusting. And I went in, I looked around, and there was three employees and I heard one of them go like, "Can I get you a glass of water?" <laughs> and I was like, "That, there's that wasn't the one making a joke about me to the other. Like, there's no way." And I turned around, and they were both, they all three of them were like doubled over, like kind of like looking at oh. me as I was walking out. And I had the thought, like, "I'm gonna oh. go back. I'm gonna get dry. It's gonna I'm gonna be, get like, as pretty dry woman. as I ever have been. <laughs> I'm gonna come back in here." Yeah, I thought I'd pull a pretty woman on him. Go Isn't back that weird? And, then, that... and then say like you. Big mistake. <laughs> I was going to buy that comforter. I'm not now. Did you go back? I didn't. I, I probably will go back and get a comforter when I'm in town again. But see, even that goes back. <laughs> <laughs> that does go back a little bit, like making jokes. That's what we learned. That's how we could establish some sort of dominance. That guy did a guitar solo for his fellow Basically, employees. Yeah. No, on a regular guitar. Sh- yeah. I keep making you high-five my jokes. <laughs> I like it, though. I like it. Keeps it positive. Let's talk a little bit about music. I love that story. Okay. Um, <laughs> you love that story? I, I love I'm that just story. workshopping it. It's not there yet. <laughs> it's not moth-ready. <laughs> I want to talk... You told, one of the most interesting things you ever told me was that your band is really big in Japan. And I remember Ish. thinking that was... I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Relative to New York. Yeah. But you go to Japan, and you do these, like, tours... In Japan. Yeah. Yeah. We Well, I have this band, Valley Lodge, that was, you know, formed of uh, of all guys that were, like, you know, in their 20s, like, touring rockers, uh, you know, of some success level or whatever. And then we just want to form a band, like, oh, this would be, like, our softball team or whatever, just something to... Oh, I see. Because it's fun. You know, you, you play guitar. Yeah. Like, it's fun. It is fun. It's fun to In just... fact, there's a place that lets you just play their instruments that I want to go to. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's like a... It, and, and this... Well, this is a whole other thing. I really... The guitar specifically, I think, because of, you know, comedy and writing and stuff is also, like, is so just so subjective in in your head and you're just like ah like uh you know you could do you could write something or do a show and depending on your mood or whatever like you'd be like wow that was really that was a good one or you can be like i i quit i'm done and the exact same experience right, right, you know, right. But, but the guitar you can sit down and go like no matter what you'd be like oh i practice this and that totally sounds like uh Carry on my wayward son. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> way yeah, more yeah. than last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone knows that song, I mean, everyone Carry does. On my way yeah, on. yeah. I should have made a contemporary, uh, whatever I don't, I don't a contemporary any. reference would be. But um, Pharrell's "Happy," yeah, the happy song. Yeah. So I'd like doing it for that anyway. But so yeah, we formed this band, and then and then we were like barely functioning. And then we got asked to, like, oh, you know, we want to put your record out over here. And, like, do you want to come tour? How did they know you were a band? I think, that, like, our, some, the internet. You had a website? They just found it. Yeah. So even though you were just a softball team, you were like, this is our local band. Yeah. And they they were like, do you want to come over here? And uh, it sort of it reinvigorated it us. Sub Pop? No, no. The Japanese label. Oh. Yeah. A label in Japan. Uh, I wish there was an L and R in sub pop because I'd make that joke. 
You should. Like you if it still was can. Sol pop, I'd go sarp, sarp, pop, sarp. Pop. It's the one remaining type of racial joke you can make. It's fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> so Japanese guys see it on the internet. Yeah, and they had us come over, and it was one of those things like where you know we play it. In New York, like Mercury Lounge, and it's just like we can't even get like a good booking. We couldn't get what any previous one of our bands could, you know, right? Get it's like oh, and you know, I'm like guys, uh, they're offering us like seven o'clock on Tuesday. Is that good? And right. uh, you know, and and that's, that's no good. No, that's not good. That's not a good rock time. <laughs> and you know, it's a good rock band begging seven friends on Tuesdays. <laughs> Best band you've ever heard. <laughs> And, like, friends, you know, would come out, you know, not want to come out. Yeah, sure. Because who wants to see, I don't want to see my friend's band. I mean, you know, in general. Yeah, sure, I um, But, uh, yeah, and then we went over there and, and people knew the words and, like, like wanted autographs and, like, would be waiting at the venue when we showed up in the afternoon. And No. Yeah, and it was just really, like, it was like a Do you think fantasy. the government dictated that they had to love you that week or something? Was I thought it was maybe, like... I thought it was maybe what, you know, there's that thing that Charlie Todd did where they picked a band at random, like from MySpace or something, for, and they were from, I don't know, somewhere in America, and they were coming to play their first ever New York show. They did an improv everywhere thing where they made t-shirts and learned all the lyrics and were like shouting, requesting songs and singing along, and these guys were like oh my gosh, like, you know, we've been toiling away in Montana or wherever they're from. And, you know, meanwhile, we've had all these fans in, like, at the at the capital of the world, you know. Who, and, and, see, I love that. I just wish they had been told that it wasn't real. They were. I mean, it was a whole thing. Oh, they were told it wasn't they, real. They found out, you know, because I guess, you know, Charlie posted the video or, or whatever of it on the... Yeah, but when they did the show, they thought it was real. They thought it was absolutely real. So then at some point, they got the devastating news, you have no fans, and Charlie Todd just wanted to play a a ruse. Yeah, they found that... The joke, the punchline of the joke, was your dreams coming true. (laughs) Yeah. So this is exactly exactly that's right. really nice, and it was later uh, this American Life. That's great story. The the back end of the story, and they, you know, I last talked to Charlie and talked to the band, and these guys were really bummed out about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why don't we uh, sell out a theater and book Charlie Todd and have everyone scream out his bits? <laughs> Fucker, that's a shit thing to do. I like Charlie. I know Charlie. Me too. Too. He's a very funny guy. But yeah. that's what I like about improv everywhere is they're usually not against anybody. Yeah, I think that's an, an he exception. He should have told the band before. Yeah, I th- and been like, this is the thing we're doing. This thing. It wouldn't be a prank anymore, but it would have been like it would have gone from. A, a joke, a mean-spirited joke, in my opinion, to uh, something that's like, we're just giving you the feeling of what it's going to be like when you guys are huge or whatever. Yeah, well, I I think... So, like, go for it. I think that's what he intended. <laughs> I, or, I, I didn't believe that. I didn't believe myself when I said that. <laughs> but uh, I would like to think that that was the intent. But, mm. I, uh, yeah, I think that... I reality, will say, knowing Charlie... There's no way he thought it was going to be mean. No, yeah, I, he definitely exactly. thought it was going to be in good spirits, in good fun. Yeah, but it, it and it is up. a phenomenal idea. 
It's a, yeah. I'm not just backtracking. Great idea. Improv everywhere is one of my favorite things. Charlie Todd's a wonderful person. Yeah. Just had a baby. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, congratulations, Charlie, who will inevitably hear this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that prank, I bet he would say it didn't go how he wished it had gone. Yeah, I don't. I, uh, so yeah, it was a bad, bad scene. But anyway, <laughs> I, I did have that thought when we were in Japan. I thought, I was like, well, may, this could, why? If Charlie could set this up, like, <laughs> why can't someone over here do it? You know? <laughs> You're on improv every layer. <laughs> <coughs> nice. I'm going to high five that. <laughs> improv every layer. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you, you're the frontman? I'm the frontman. Guitar? Lead guitar? guitar? I play, yeah, Rhythm and guitar? Sing. I, I, do the, I do the leads too. Oh, you solo it out? Yeah, I solo it out. Two guitars? Two, yeah. One bass? One bass and One drums. drums. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very DIY. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a hot sound. It's a hot, we got a hot sound. <laughs> so you had improv everywhere, but it was real. It and was real. And you had real. to fly to Japan. We had if to you fly had flown to Japan and it was like, psych! The thing is, I would You would have become the real Godzilla. You would have <laughs> torn down... I Thank actually you. would like to think under if that had actually happened in Japan because it's such a fascinating place. I would have just been like, "Bring it on!" Whatever crazy thing is going to happen, I think I would have in that scenario been okay with it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's such a uh, an insane place. Have you been there? No, I'm you a f- should go. Really? Yeah, it seems it's good. so strange. It is. It is. It's. 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 Uh, I mean, I haven't been to, like, Africa or India, like, places that are... Very exotic. Yeah. Different. I mean, uh, Japan, most of it is, like, pretty... It's, you know, big cities and paved, yeah. But, you know, things are very, like... uh, You'd look at something and be like, oh, wait, that's different. Mm. And then you think about it a bit more, like, how? oh, it's much better, usually. It's better. Yeah. Prune should be in candy? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, well, just like little details, they're like, why, why is this hotel room door open into the hallway? Like that makes no sense. And then you go like, oh, so no one can kick this door down. No one can get in. Wait. Oh. Yeah, l- tiny little things. I think that's probably the reason. Anyway. You were just giving I Japan be. the benefit of the doubt. That was the only reason I could come up with, like, why they would do that. Because you can't kick the door in that way. Right. Speaking of uh, the mafia, full circle, I understand that the mafia in Japan is, like, almost not a caricature, but a direct impression of the mafia in the Godfather days. Like, Cadillacs. Oh, yeah. Suits. There's a book you should read on my book recommendation. Uh, Tokyo Vice. (laughs) If you want to read about all this stuff. It's great. It's this guy... From he's an Amer he's a Jewish guy an American guy and I'm I think a, not out. to keep going I'm not reading you're not okay. I'm not reading no Jewish book. Uh, you know what I think only his father was Jewish oh, okay. actually so 100 percent good yeah fine fine <laughs> this guy Jake Adelstein and he's that I think he was from like Montana <laughs> yeah he's a little Jew and he went to college in Japan and then stayed over there and became like the first non-Japanese person to get hired at a at a, a Japanese-speaking newspaper, like hmm. a big-ass newspaper, and he was on, like, the crime beat. <laughs> and so it's all this all this stuff that you want to read about. Yeah, like the guys with the permed hair and, like... Yeah. And But they're not nice guys. Yeah. 
very negative guys. Violent. Yeah. But also uh, more like in, you know, there's like, they're like celebrities. Really? Because they do a lot of legit stuff. And and so there's just like levels of it. Hmm. You know, kind of like, you know. Like waste management. Yeah, but where doing. they're really doing a lot. They're of doing these something. Things. They do a lot of. Their front is like, even the Japanese mafia is overachieving. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Exa- <laughs> there's magazines like dedicated to the guys, like you know, whoever Johnny Suzuki, whatever. Like <laughs> you're like, look at that front lawn. I don't know. I love I to know. think of a laptop in Japan going, Mister Suzuki. No disrespect. They're talking about you on this podcast. <laughs> Call Charlie Todd. Make a fake show where they think they're the kings. And then we strike. <coughs> no, sir, they're actually pretty big here. <laughs> so that was... Uh, remember in Lost in Translation, they shoot these guns at each other? Yeah. What are those? I did not understand that at all. I don't know. Are they, is that fake? I didn't understand that scene. Yeah. I didn't know why they were... Because I, I didn't understand it. They're being shot with... It looks like the guns I shot in G.I. Joe because they shoot like little lasers. Yeah, but I didn't understand. There seemed to be like a threat of real danger in, on some level. Yeah. But I guess there wasn't. I didn't understand that scene. I took it as play danger, but I was like, how do you get a I gun thought, that shoots beams of light that just is a little bit irritating? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't run into that. They had a lot of stuff. I mean, they have a lot of... Uh, you can go... T- to like a cafe and and be like I'll have a cappuccino and uh, a bean thing or what I don't know sure. and then I'll have like a, a shih tzu and that he'll hang out with me. They'll give you a dog. Yeah, to be like hang out with you <laughs> while you eat. Yeah. Would you like someone pining over your meal? <laughs> yeah, a shih tzu if you have it. <laughs> will, will he beg? He's very hungry. <laughs> yeah. So they they just have a lot of. What about uh, weird like sex that. stuff? Do they don't don't they have a lot of that? Yeah, they do. They vending they, machines with panties and stuff. I never saw that. I'm told they had that, but I was in. We stayed in the in the area where all that stuff was in Tokyo, and I didn't see that specifically. But yeah, there's all sorts of fetish things, uh, and but the thing is, you have to speak Japanese to get into them. Why? Because That's I think it's because I'm told it's because of Russian sailors specifically is because they would get so drunk and go into all these places and start trouble. And then they made this rule like, how do we w- get rid of the, these guys with a just a blanket rule? Welcome we'll- to the Russian uh, <laughs> Navy. Here's your Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Learn Japanese. We're there in three months. It didn't... Because well, I, I actually learned... I had, like, the Lon- Lonely Planet guide that teaches you all sorts of... Something to say for any... Like, if you're hooking up with someone, like... Uh, Sorry, this hasn't happened before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was, I learned all these things, like... Koko-o suwate is, like, touch me here. I, lear- I would learn... We would drive through through you know japan and the two guys in the front were japanese guys so i would read phrases and if if I, if they whipped their heads around i knew i pronounced it correctly really because i would be like touch me here like one like one was like again not funny yeah uh <laughs> this is not funny <laughs> but at the time it was very funny uh watashi wa reipu sari mashita i have been raped yep Re- um, reipu Re- 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 Repusari. Repusari? Yeah. 
And uh, they would be like, don't ever say that uh, ever anywhere. <laughs> oh my god but they were like you're right in this van it is very funny <laughs> but, it, <laughs> so but you don't ever looked up it. in that book hello i'm not russian i'd like to smell a girl's feet well i would say i i <laughs> yeah i would say i uh odoriga sogoku omai deshne which is like which i'm not pronouncing even close to right i'm sure yeah. but uh you are a fantastic dancer oh. and so these big guys would would like point at the sign like Japanese only, and then I would tell them they were a fantastic dancer, and they would be like, "You're good, you're really good. That's funny. Keep walking." Uh, <laughs> like, they wouldn't they wouldn't let us in. They had a sign that said Japanese only. Yeah. Below it did it say no Irish. <laughs> I mean, it might as well have Japanese only. Yeah. So you need like a hookup. Yeah, you it, can't. You can't. Like Bill go Gates on. goes to Japan. He's smelling some feet. Yeah, yeah. If he I wants would to. think so. I would yeah. think so. He's like, I want to come in a sailor's hat. <laughs> <laughs> but they have, they have, it's the other way around too. Like we would go, everywhere we went, there would be these clubs and there would be pictures of these tan, like, guys that looked like Bon Jovi, like later, kind of like Bon Jovi now, where he's got like this yeah. sort of... Bon Jovi looks more and more Japanese as he ate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the sort of like straightened, like wispy hair. Like... Yeah. Have a nice day. <laughs> that, that Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like these just pretty boys and like framed pictures. And I, I'd be like, what? They're everywhere. I'm like, what is this place? And, uh, and they would be like, oh, that's like a boys club. And I was like, oh, so like a gay bar. And they're like, no, you go, women go there, and they pay these guys to talk to them and la laugh at their jokes and pretend they're interested in them. Excuse me? It's insane. There's a documentary on Netflix called, like... I'm writing it down. Oh, whatever God, you say. what is it called? Like, Great Happiness Space, I want to say. <laughs> Something like that. But it's about these guys, and it's fascinating because I guess in Japanese culture that like it's not complimented fond over, or even listen to what a woman's saying at all. Like <laughs> so, women go to have a man be like, "Wow, tell me more about that." Oh, I wonder if they're dying on the inside. <laughs> I think I so. Got to get out of this hellhole. <laughs> talking to women, but it, it's this whole thing. You know, and then you're supposed to be like, oh, God, yeah, I would like, I, I do see us dating at some point, but uh, I'm not ready yet. These guys do this, and then they come back, and it's this whole thing, and then they're like, let's have some champagne, and the woman buy it. It's, it's insane. So, um, I want that job. Yeah, it would be a great job. Yeah. So when you go, get up for, we would get up like and go walk around, you know, so we were so jet lagged, so we would get up at like seven in the morning and just like, let's go have breakfast or whatever and there'd be these guys just getting off work like these like skinny tanned like spray tanned guys like smoking cigarettes and these doesn't it does everybody really uh smoke uh, that's a japanese stereotype yeah they do a lot of smokers in china also in yeah my, in my limited ex experience yes yeah, yeah you just wanted to flavor country but I mean, yeah <laughs> flavor country japan flavor country china what was oh did you uh you don't have to answer this it's this isn't the howard stern show but i'm i'm curious I'll tell you uh, when you were in Japan, did you have sex with a local? No, I did not. I, you know, expatriates. 
No, I don't think I would have done that. Um, I, I, You're Patriots only. You know, I figured, like, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to go and get, like, you know, a burrito and... I don't. I don't know. What I was Listen say. to a woman, <laughs> unless no. I'm working for the uh, Great Happiness Store. <laughs> no, I. I uh, no, nothing. Nothing. Uh, I, uh, I. I struggle enough in America yeah. making that happen. But you were a rock star. Yeah, but uh, no, I. I. I talk. I would talk to girls, and and like one night, there's this really there cute a lot of girl. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was like, we were, I'm getting that from game shows. That is not just a stereotype. There is, there is. There, Japanese all of game that. shows cut to the girls, and they're always going. <laughs> they do. Yeah, it's not made up. <laughs> they do that all. in life. Yeah. Wow. But this, I was talking to this girl, and I wasn't even. I was wasn't like trying to get her to come back to my room. But was, we played a show, and then we were gonna go back to, to a room. bar by the. Back, <laughs> I was gonna go to my room and take my clothes off. <laughs> If um, you want to be there, <laughs> there's your pickup line. But I, I was going to go back to my room and take my clothes off. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you? Doing? What are you doing? <laughs> wow. No, I I just went like uh, I, I was like we're going to go to this bar next to our hotel. Do you want to come? And it was it was as if I said, let's uh, let's go back to my room and I'm going to take my clothes off and you do whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. She it was just the craziest thing she'd ever heard. Really? Yeah. The most aggressive. Like, I think, weren't you supposed to, like, ignore her and every three blocks look around your shoulder to see that she's still falling? <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And it, it could have been as simple as her not being interested in me at all. But I, she gave me the impression that I had said something really forward. You know what you say there? <laughs> You're a terrific dancer. <laughs> That's nuts. That's why I ask. It's not necessary. tell me you're crushing it stories. It's more like... <laughs> It's interesting to me if you can, you know, sleep with somebody on another continent. Well, I had a know, friend especially who... Especially know their customs. Like, do I present them a sword? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Some sort of custom, I have a, I have a friend who did live over there for a while, and he said he did it all the time. Had, like, had sex. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't... I wasn't saying did it like he did it. But, like, he he had a lot of... Yeah. He, yeah. he did do it. He did that's do it. That's not what you meant, but... That's not what I meant, but that it is... What yeah, you, he did... Yeah. And he said he said it was great because they don't. Uh, that's just how I. Oh, that's the no, we, <laughs> the light. Ninety minutes. We start late. No, it's okay. We start at eleven, right? Yeah. Great. Um, what is it? Oh, it's the time. It's the ninety minute light. Oh God. There's no. Oh, oh it's twelve thirty. There's no time limit on yeah. the show, but typically yeah, around yeah. this time, I. It, almost in favor of the guests. Usually over two is too long for the guests. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, and, not for... <laughs> I got nothing. And the listeners. So around 90 minutes is yeah. when I ask people what the meaning of life is. So yes. You, we can do that now, but finish finish your sex anecdote. But yeah, he, he said he had a lot of it, and he said they don't have the... He just, he said, well, these are his words. He said they don't have the Judeo-Christian hang-ups of the Western world. Oh, so they're uh, into it. Yeah, like they don't... Just don't ask him to a bar near your hotel. <laughs> you should have said, like, would it be agreeable for me to put my penis in your vagina? And she would go, isn't hi yes? Hi. <laughs> I, I'm so afraid of being racist. Hi. No, that's right. Hi. But it's... uh hi. No, but I did want to... I Like you hear about... I, I don't know. I always... Uh, you know, I was just in Amsterdam, and they have the red light district there, and like, but in Japan they have all these things like, you go there's like these place soap lands where you, 
I think more can happen, but uh, uh, you can go and have like a woman shower, sh- like rub all, like just give you a bath. But she's like rubbing, she's basically giving you a bath with her body, and there's suds and stuff. But like a lot of times, there's no sex or anything. It's just like the greatest bath you've ever had. You look down and, <laughs> and your genitals are blurred. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Japanese pornography joke. Yeah. They do not show the dick. They'll show they a grown woman acting like she's six, licking a lolly while she gets, you know, something horrible. Uh, but the dick is blurred. Yeah, it's really... You can still get an idea. Yeah, yeah. You get a sense. <laughs> you get a sense. But they... Uh, yeah, but I, mean, I, I would think like, well, that would be... That sounds great. I think I could handle whatever residual guilt I would undoubtedly have yeah, sure. for doing that. Because I can't do anything, basically. Right. I would feel guilty about anything. And that um, brings us to religion. Why? <laughs> well, exa- that's exactly why. Uh, <laughs> no, I think there's a part of me, any... By any, the way, I understand. But why? Uh, I just I, I didn't mean it like, I don't get it. I'd be getting sudsed up. <laughs> I, you know what I would do in my... Judeo-Christian repression is I would hear about that place and then masturbate thinking about doing it. Well, that's, yeah. That's what you did, because I'm an American. Yeah, that's exactly right. I have an Amsterdam story where I was in a jerk-off palace and I declined. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought it was just a massage. I declined. And then I went home and had sex with my girlfriend while imagining if I had said yes, because I'm an American. That's yeah, how, well, that, that I think you've got, that's how you do it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that is not how you do it. It's exactly It, it clearly right. is kind of how you do it. But I mean, like, part of me was like, I don't know, your Hemingway roommate would have shot a gun, gotten the hand job, and then fucked his girlfriend again. And I, res- I, I want to say, I, maybe respect is not the word, mm. but I'm jealous of, of the ability to do that. Uh, because it would be nice to not think twice about things like that. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just in Amsterdam, and I was sort of fascinated. Of course, you're gonna go like walk around, right? Uh, have a giggly little stroll through the red light district. <laughs> but you know, it started like some people aren't giggling. No, I and I was like, well, what? Hmm. I guess I could. What well, maybe? Like what could I do that I could live with myself? <laughs> and I, you know, and I, and I was like, well, I guess I could go in there and have a conversation. Maybe she would be naked, and we would just have a conversation, and I could handle that. But then, of course, that's the dumbest thing in the world. Uh, so no, that's called a talk job. <laughs> I'm not I even guess- kidding. Wait, it is. That's a talk job. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know there was a name for it. Yeah. Is it? Are you serious? Yeah. 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 I heard it in, a, in an American film, where I thought it was Taxi Driver because I just rewatched Taxi Driver, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to have sex with her, and she says it's not. I don't think it's Taxi Driver because I just watched it, but she says like, "Look, it's twenty five an hour for a talk job, meaning I'll just talk to you." Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, are you googling it? What are you googling? <laughs> like, what do you Google for that? It's well, it's. What's it say? Because I put talk job and it just put job talk. Like, uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, what is a talk? Did like, did you mean job talk? What is a talk job? It's just it, it's switching it to job talk. Oh really? Yeah. Well, that's how nah. they that's how they keep it covert. Yeah. You type in hand job. It's not not job hand. <laughs> how do I use my hands in my job? 
well, I've heard the term talk job before. We're going to get it started here. I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's a thing that I didn't Because I've gone to a lot of strip clubs and just wanted to talk, too. Because yeah. I'm, I'm the fellow that's just fine. The girl wants to sit on your lap and you buy them drinks. I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's why Japan's my kind of place. Yeah, yeah. I bet there's a bar that's like, welcome to Lapcock. There is. I mean, yeah, yeah they yeah. have all that. I meant cocktail, not <laughs> But I was walking up to these women, not everyone. But, you know, because if you look them in the eye, they start to open the door. Right. And be like, come on in. And it's like the fucking sweatshop. This, this, you sweaty in the shop for the comforter all over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You hear one of them go, want a glass of water? <laughs> and you're like, oh, I've been shamed. <laughs> but I, I was I was like, these, you know, there's some, there's a quite a range of women uh, and like trans people. And, and, and I was wondering, I was like, is it a one rate deal or is it, are they just call, everyone calling their own? I have some answers. It was everyone fifty euro for whatever, and I really. And when my when I was asking, and I was like, and I was like, what do you get for that? And they're like, you know, they would say all sorts of things that would make me giggle. And uh, but then I did ask one of them, and this by this by this point, I realized I probably didn't even feel right about the talk job, the naked part of the talk job. So I asked one of them. I was just like, what hypothetically, what would it cost if I just wanted to come? I sit there and talk to you. And I was just curious what they would say. And they're like, 50 euro, same, no matter what. 50 bucks. And she didn't seem like thrown by that. No, she was like, yeah, whatever. Some of my scumbag year, uh, and I say that, I celebrate my scumbag friends. Yeah, me too. Some of my scumbag year friends who have done that told me that you have to specify exactly what you want or See, you go in that little room. I always thought you closed the curtain and fucked in that kind of like velvety room. But no, you go upstairs to a cot. Oh. Yeah, you go upstairs to like a, like an army cot. Like a oh, <laughs> oh, boy. And if you don't specify in the negotiation that you'd like them to take their clothes off, they'll leave most of them on sort of thing. Oh. So you then you start feeling their breasts or whatever. And they're like, well, that's another 20. And now oh. they, you know they have a term for like, and he's engorged. So what's he going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's when you, you don't want to think that way. So you're just like, whatever, baby. <laughs> and you just, you know, give her $300. I have a friend who he, I don't know what to say, because they're not like sort of Catholic hangups, I don't think. But he was on tour in Europe with, like, he's a jazz musician, and he was over there, and he's really into lap dances. Like, he loves to go to, to like, the body shop. Or whatever, yeah. <laughs> the seventh. Veil. Even that, I, I envy that. I'm like, cool. He like loves. Yeah, it's like his thing. Like he, he just does what he does, and um, <laughs> and so he was in Amsterdam, and he's like, I'm gonna get a lap dance, but for whatever reason, he went back, you know, with one of these women, and he couldn't articulate what he wanted, and they kept trying to like undo his pants, and he was like fighting. This woman that's like, stop, stop. And she was really confused by it and threw him out because they, I don't know why he can communicate what, what he wanted. But, and then he continues the tour. He's like, ends up like in some other country, like three hours away. And he keeps thinking about, thinking about it, like this encounter. And then he, whatever city was, he went all the way back to Amsterdam. Got a hand job and went back and, and got from the girl 
from the same, or probably from a different girl. She played a sparrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he went all the way back to whatever, Paris or wherever, and, and played the gig that night. Like it never happened. But it was like. He had to. He had to do it. Um, it's a better story if you know him. To be fair. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I actually understand that type of uh, compulsion, the way that it can consume you at some point. Yeah. And then, and then the second he came, he had no relation to that person. It's that yeah. small death thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a small death of part of you. Which is why I've never, and I'm being honest here, I've never uh, done anything, any of those transactions, like happy endings. I, I have tons of friends, yeah. as I'm sure you do, uh, like who will be like, oh yeah, I go over to uh, yeah. wherever in Manhattan. Get a quick foot job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they have no yeah. hang-ups about it at all. And I'm very jealous of, not, n- not that I want to be like, the guy who does that. But I would love to be the guy who is able to like move forward. You'd like to be the guy who, if this is what I would like to be, I'd like to be the guy that's not doing it. And I think I am more and more this person with each passing year that doesn't do that because I don't want to do it. I, it's not that I don't do it because I can't do it or because yeah. I wouldn't be able to deal with I don't, it. I don't want to do it in a way like, oh, man. I mean, like I want to do it in the way like, like oh, a female is touching my penis. Of course Right. Like, yeah, that's always going to seem like a great idea. But, yeah, I don't I don't genuinely want to, like, head up and... I, I couldn't do... There's a million reasons I couldn't do it, but, but just knowing the reality of these places well, is that's just what, like... That's I, I, would, I would be going and trying to free them all the next day. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. get you new apartments. We're going to find you jobs on Monday. I have a very specific set of skills. <laughs> yeah, basically. I couldn't... No, I'm the I same just, way. I, it's just the narrative in me... Is like, oh, this could be a this is this either is or could be uh, like a sex slave sort of operation. Yeah, I think that hand job palace I went to majority. I think in in New York, yeah, yeah. I mean, the place I was in, I was like, you just got shipped here. Yeah, I'm not trying to be funny. No, but calling them cargo. I mean, like, I didn't mean it that way. It's just like they were brought here, and I don't think you love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I don't want to participate in that. Yeah. That whole thing. Uh, yeah, but that that's I guess that's the the I don't know. We we can move. We've covered a lot of dark topics. Yeah. <laughs> but with humor. <laughs> so you grew up Catholic? Yes. And uh what do you what are you, where are you at now? This doesn't well, have, have to be huge, but just I, I like knowing what people I believe. I still say I'm a Catholic. Uh, and I'm not in church every Sunday or anything, but I, but one of the reasons I say it is because I, when, when some, cause I, most people will say like, oh, I was raised Catholic mm. and I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, whatever now. But, but I, I think, you know, that you can't, and like you almost never meet a Jewish person who's going to say, oh, I was raised Jewish. Right. I you know, cause there's the whole, You're there's the culture, Catholic. but, but I just feel like you can't. You can't just be like, "Oh, none of that ever happened." Right. Like, and, and no, that—that's th- like the school you grew up in. It's like, yeah, and it, like and, being American. Yeah, yeah, and and I, but I think I think Catholics especially are afraid to identify themselves that in that that way because they they think like, "Oh, you're on board with uh, fucking boys and uh, you know." pedophilia and like right. misogyny and uh, homophobia and all this stuff and birth and, control and blah 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 yeah like it's like no of course not like in the same way that I'm an American 
and I'm not on board with like you know all those same a, words. Yeah, a million things that happen in this country. So yeah, I would still I would still say that. But I mean, in terms of are you, you're asking like where, where I'm in terms of yeah, like what do you and, believe? I mean, typically it's uh, what what does God mean to you? Is there God? Is there no God? Is uh, what happens when we die? These are all guideline questions. Yes, uh, I well I would say. I think it's more fun to believe that there's more out there than the here and now and 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 things like that. I think it's just more fun. So on a simple thought, I like to think that there's a lot more going on. But I also I do believe there's a lot more going on. You know, whether you believe it in like on a spiritual level or just in like an energy like quantum physics. I've had I like just I mean my mother died a few years ago, like four years ago. And I've had so many weird experiences, uh, like super powerful experiences. And, you know, most people are going to say like, oh, that's just your subconscious. But interesting, like, I'll just give you a quick one. Oh, tell me all of them. I was like, not here. (laughs) You're in the safest place where I'll just be like, cool. Well, so like. also, I'm very sorry that your mom died. Oh, thank you. Obviously. Um, But, you know, like a couple weeks before she died, she, you know, she, for a few weeks, she was sort of like in. Not in a coma, but we don't even know. In vegetative state. We don't know what her brain activity was. And I had this dream, and I've had uh, continue to have like really powerful dreams with her. But I, the first one I had was was walking into a restaurant, you know, and I go in the back, and there's my mom with her best friend who had had already been dead a couple years at this point, and they're looking great. And they're dressed up and they're just having like a couple of ladies having a lovely lunch. And I see them and I'm just like, oh, Anna, Ann. you know, not my real name. But anyway, uh, you know, a close woman, because I called her my name. And I don't yeah. know why yeah, I yeah, felt yeah. the deal. But anyway, I was like, Anna, Ann, mom, like, oh, and I'm crying. And I, I woke up blubbering from this dream ultimately. But they were like, no, no, it's cool. We're doing great. We're just having a great time. So... Mm. I had that dream, but okay. They just said we're great. Yeah, like don't feel bad at all. Did you sit down and stay? Was it a long dream? No, I was just like, okay, enjoy your lunch. <laughs> you know? Oh, you didn't sit down. No, I was just like, okay, cool. You didn't offer to buy. The- <laughs> I did pay the tab. I left my card. And- <laughs> no, so, it- but you got a feeling of like they're okay. But so then that could be dismissed as whatever. But then, so my mom dies a few weeks later. And Wait, the, I'm sorry. When you first had that first dream, she was alive? She was still alive. Oh. But... In a coma. Not in a coma, but like... Vegetative. Just there, not so she speaking could have or moving. Been, she could have been astrally traveling? Yes. To visit her dead friend? I believe so. So then that at the wake, the son of this other woman in the dream is there. And he comes, you know, he walks up to me and... And he's like a pretty, not maybe not a guy I would think wants to like talk about like, yep, anything other than New like AG. his stocks or whatever. Right. He's a two and a half man sports guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, I'm not gonna tell him this thing. But then I was like, fuck it. If I'm not gonna tell him now, you know, I can say whatever the fuck I want in my mom's wake. Right. So yeah. <laughs> hey, this is <laughs> my wake. <laughs> so I was like, ah, I'm gonna tell him. So I told him this dream, and he was just, he's like, whoa. He's like, the day. Your mom died. I had like an early morning dream of my mom coming to me with your mom and saying like, all right, we're going to get going now. 
And he's like, later that morning, you know, later, you know, in the day, he got the phone call saying like, oh, you know, Mrs. Hills died. Wow. So that's pretty powerful, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's some good stuff. And and then the, the day before she died, I was, um, I had seen her like on a Monday, I think a Monday. And I came back to New York and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm sure just in denial. I was just like, okay, like I'll be back in a couple of weeks and she'll be like this or better. And, but I went back to New York and like two days later, my sister calls me like early morning and is like, you know, you should come home. So, hmm. but it was like, there's this, it was this storm, there was a storm. And so I get on the internet, I'm trying like no flights, no flights going out couldn't get on a flight and and they were just like don't drive like don't just stay put so i couldn't i was like i don't know what to do i couldn't get out and i just like lied down in bed and uh and just and somehow fell asleep knowing what i knew and i had this weird dream where i walked into this party with all these people i knew and then my mom's like in the living room like hooked up to all her machines and all this stuff and and everyone's like, hey, everyone give Dave's mom her space. She's like really sick. Don't go in the living room. And I was kind of like, what the fuck is my mom doing at this party? Like she's, she's very sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I went and I put my head on her head and, and she like grabbed my hand, which in reality she would not have been able to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I saw her a couple of days earlier and like she held my hand and I and like the previous dream I'd had, I was just like woke up blubbering. But in this case, I was like still had my iphone in my hand mm-hmm. so it felt like i was like oh like it felt like i was holding this hand and it was like anyway that i don't really have like a, a second dream to back that one up but that was i've had all these anyway so i just see steve jobs pitching <laughs> a, a, new, a new way to grieve we finally streamlined the grieving process it can feel like a hand <laughs> It, well, so uh, this is what I was going to say is, is so I, I'd been seeing a therapist and he's like very like, you know, not spiritual, metaphysical, nothing <clears throat> ever said anything along those lines to me, but is re- really into like dream analysis. So I was like, hey, you get a load of this dream. And uh, he was like, well, no, 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 no. The, now we're not talking about your subconscious anymore. Like, so don't think that. You're going to tell me like another one of your dreams and now we're going to try to figure out what it means. He's like, this is real. And I was like, and then I was kind of like, real? Like, I've known this guy for a few years. He's never <coughs> said anything like this. He's like, whatever, like, you you know, he's like, you guys are so close and there's energy and like, you know, I'm not saying like commenting on, you know, this whatever faith or any of that stuff. But he's like, this, you, this is a totally different thing. This is you guys connecting. Hmm. And he's like, we don't know. Which is true. We don't know, like, you know, this the whole thing, like, we only we use can't, it. No. We can't, exactly. Don't say the brain thing. People hate when we say that. Okay. Not going to say it. But because we, people we, are like, that's not true. We don't know what's, we're not, we're not, we don't know what our potential is. What is true is. is we don't know our potential. We don't know what we're missing. We don't know what frequencies we're not tuned into, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so. But people tune out when you say the brain thing. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> not going to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> But, but no, just, you're talking to someone who agrees. We don't know our, our potential. So, yeah. and then meanwhile, so after she died, I went, uh, understandably, like a, a real tailspin of depression and, yeah. and was just trying any possible way to not feel horrible. 
And so I started seeing uh, my manager, Kara, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, she was seeing like this holistic doctor out here. And she's like, oh, he's great. You should talk to him. So I started like Skyping with this guy. And we didn't really hit it off ultimately, but I told him this same thing. And uh, and he was like, oh, I, I agree. Not, this is not your subconscious. He's like, you can explain it. You know, however you want, string theory, quantum physics, like, or faith, whatever. Like, there's a million explanations. Mm-hmm. He's like, but this is definitely your mother, like, connecting with you. Hmm. Are you like, so I don't know. Just saying, like, other people agree. No, no, I, and I do too. I, there's, there's some dreams that I have, and I actually, I, I, this has been coming up on the show quite a bit recently because I think spiritual people. And people that are vivid dreamers, people that remember their dreams, often in, in bed together. That's often the same, uh, a similar quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are a spiritual person, if you lean towards spiritual things, chances are you remember your dreams and vividly dream and sometimes even can lucid dream or whatever. And I've had dreams that I'm like, this is so obviously because I was playing Assassin's Creed before bed. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Or I watched that movie. <laughs> Yeah, and literally, there's the Instagram photo I looked at right before bed, but it's the size of a mountain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I've had that dream where I'm just like, I am in the mess. This is the mess, uh-huh. and I've also been so deep in there that I've looked at things, intricate things, cityscapes, highways, robots, uh, giants, wizards, orcs, <laughs> dwarves, pixies, all that stuff, and been like. This isn't as real as reality. This is more real than reality. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I'm dreaming right now. And I'm in the dream. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, I think I'm somewhere. And obviously you would, but you're also aware that you're dreaming. So when you say that, I honestly, my working theory is that there is there is the low level where you're not necessarily doing anything spectacular, where mm-hmm. you just, what, uh, what the working scientific theory is on dreams is, is just your brain kind of defragging. Yeah. And then there's something else where you're like, oh, like every morning I wake up and I'm like, am I just living another life as Dream Pete? Like is Dream Pete oh, sleeping yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah. You know what I mean? I I, I have phases where... Whoa! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's true. Like I, I have phases where where I feel like my dream life is more, is like more active. Yeah. Like where like when I go to bed, I'm like, all right. Like now, I'm starting my day in yeah. a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know, like, there's going to be so much going on. Um, but we love we love dreams, and a lot of people hate dreams and hate thinking about them or talking about them or dealing with them, and just dismiss them. And I often think that's paralleled with how they might dismiss spirituality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we love movies about people plugging into the Matrix and yeah. going into this other world, putting on a hat, and you go to a magic place. Uh, so it's it's on the tip of our dicks. We just can't come. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, do you talk to your mom now? I I have dreams, and you know, I you know, I uh, I mean, in a, in a conscious way, like I'll I will I will be like, you know, just be walking around my apartment and be like, I love you, I miss you. Um, that would be the only like conscious yeah. like yeah. thing. But uh, and then there's the uh, t- sort of daily, you know, reaching for my phone and be like, oh, shit, I can't call her. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, those things. But you think it's her hand? 
Well, I reach for my hand, her hand. <laughs> I oh, but I do have, I do. This is another thing, and I I went to oh because among the many things I was trying, I I've sort of been in and out of uh, Scientology for a long. No, uh, like uh, uh, acupuncture. Mm. Like I I like it, and so I was like, oh, I should I should get that going again, and. Um, and so I went to see this acupuncturist, and she just has like her own practice on Leroy Street. Uh, and so I, in, in the village, over there in the village, and uh, and so I went to see her, uh, and I, and I was like, I'm I'm, I'd seen her a couple times, but so I'm like, I'm just like really not, I'm not functioning very well with this whole death thing. It's like really <laughs> making it hard to get things done, and uh, so she. You know, she's like, all right, blah, blah, blah. And have you ever had acupuncture? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they put the needles in you, turn the lights down or whatever, and, like, leave you there for... And then another woman <laughs> comes out and soaps you up. <laughs> yeah. For the, for the amount of money they're charging. <laughs> but, uh, so she she does it. And then at one point, uh, you know, because a lot of times they touch you, like, and, <clears throat> and you know, see, like, the or Your whatever. Pulse. So she comes over... And like puts her, puts her hand like on my leg, on my thigh, and I'm like, that's weird. I've never had any acupuncturist touch me there for, right? Uh, you know, not in like a creepy way, but just like why? Uh, yeah. And so I'm lying there, and I'm in that sort of that that sort of lucid, like you know, the sort mm-hmm. of acupuncture haze. Yeah, and that like, uh, and I'm like, what? Why is she like? And then like I can feel her like hands kind of moving a little bit you know but just like kind of adjusting and uh and i'm like it's really weird that she's just standing there with her hand on me like this and then i hear shit's going on across the room like someone's over at the desk doing stuff and i'm like wait what the there's two people in here now and so i'm just like "Uh, i don't know what's going on and then I'm still just like, I don't know why this person standing here with me this whole time, I'm lying here like this is, I've never had this happen in acupuncture. Like, why is, like, why are there two people in here now? Where does the other person, and anyway, I think you know where this is headed. But, <laughs> so, which turns the light on, and I was like, why were you standing with me with your hand on my leg for like 20 minutes? And she was like, of course, like, I, I wasn't doing that. There hasn't been a leg toucher in here for 20 <laughs> years. Yeah. It, no, I love that story. I don't mean to minimize it. it it's but, just... I mean, you know, it's easy to minimize. But it's just one more thing. You know, and, of course, I told my therapist, like, you're not going to guess what happened. And he's, but he's like, she's like, of course, acupuncture. It's all about energy. You're opening your energy. Right, right. Stream up like you're going to be more, like, that's like the perfect opportunity for right for someone to your mom to drop by or whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's amazing. Anyway, so no, that's amazing. Not anyway. That's well, amazing. That's like a guitar <laughs> solo in a prison. That's amazing. It really is. It's stories, you know, having done two hundred blah blah episodes of the show. It's stories like that that stick with me. So I'm glad you told that story. I like that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, there's there's gonna be people that dismiss that stuff, but uh. Anyway, getting back to your religion. Uh, You're so called religion. You're a so you called religion. This is my God. Doom. <laughs> I, 
Well, I think I, it's funny. I was just reading the other day. Uh, do you know, you, you know Gavin McGinnis, right? Vice founder guy. Uh-huh. He's, I, yeah, I know Vice. Anyway, he's so he 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 was like a very of vocal atheist. I mean, you can't be a like a a, a quiet atheist. Mm. I mean, they're all very chatty. In my experience, yeah, vegans and atheists typically <laughs> want to talk about it. And so he was one of these people. And then recently, he's he was telling me he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm Catholic now," and he's even in the the Knights of Columbus. <laughs> you know that? No, Knights of Columbus is like I always thought that was like the Freemasons. The Elk. It's I mean, it's like the Catholic version of that. It's okay. like the Elks Lodge for Catholics. And so he's even in that <laughs> uh, with Tom Shalhoub. Mm. And uh, or yeah, I can't. Anyway, they're both in it, and uh, and and so he's. I was like, "Why? How did you go from being an atheist to being like an old school like lodge member Catholic?" And uh, and then he, I read this thing he wrote where he was just like, "And this is true. It's just like, it's just like uh, nice to get together with people." <laughs> and like I mean that's kind of like my only defense of Catholicism really is like you go and you hang out with a bunch of people and maybe grab spaghetti afterwards and right. I think ultimately that's the purpose of any religion really like you hear about I think in LA actually there's atheist congregations and there was like one and then they couldn't agree on what it meant to believe in nothing and they split off into two groups mm. but it's all just like this idea of people wanting to get together one of them nails something <laughs> the door after the other. these are the precepts of non-belief <laughs> but very interesting no you're right community you can't, you can't a couple things that i don't think you can argue with the type of energy feelings that we can have whether or not and mm-hmm. i'm saying this for your benefit their delusions or not that that's something that we feel i feel a hum i feel and that something that needs to address that and then also it's nice to spend time with people yeah and i think i mean i've thought this since since i was a kid it, you know as boring or whatever and like uh well maybe not quite a kid but as i got into you know maybe like in college uh which is not a kid, I guess. But, uh, I, you know, I thought, I was like, oh, the, there's this thing of uh, going to church, which I don't do regularly now, uh, but, I, you know, I could see going back to a, a, maybe doing that. But the thing I like about it is that, yeah, you're with it. it's basically like getting off the Ferris wheel of life, like, and we're just sitting here, right. and we're not yes. doing anything. Especially ca- Catholic church, high church. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, like, you guys have uh, mass in Latin. and Well, that's some, Sometimes. Rare. I know. Sometimes it I'm happens. talking about, like, a special Christ- Christmas Eve yeah. Latin mass for the real old school nights at Columbus. Yeah. Uh, you go into that, that literally is just sitting, not understanding, but just being in the presence of each other and something divine that you're all creating together. Yeah, and also, you know, not this isn't always the case, but certainly if you go to... I would think a Catholic church in LA or and definitely in New York is like, it's with a group of people that you're never, these group of people are not going to be sitting together on any other occasion. Right, right, right. You know, obviously like in the suburbs of Cleveland, it's not like a very diverse group of right. people, right, <laughs> you right, know, right. but, but, you know, I think there's something to, to that. Hmm. That's uh and, and, you know, I don't, don't underestimate the, you know, 
free donuts in the basement after mass or whatever. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I know what you're talking about. But we're, we're, we're starving for community and we're starving for ritual. I say that all the time. Yeah. And that's two things that you get from the Catholic Church. Yeah. Or, or, or any congregation, I think, you know. A little bit less. My, my flavor of church, you couldn't just go and on Christmas Eve and just kind of like quietly enjoy my church. It would oh. be more like, let's get it shaken. You know what oh, I mean? what like, kind of church was it? Uh, non-denominational, but it was very evangelical. A lot of guitars and drums. Oh. I mean, like you could enjoy it. It was beautiful, but it wasn't beautiful in that stained glass sort of incense. Yeah, uh, Pope, not Pope. Uh, the priest is kind of like in a little balcony of his own. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah. that. It's like a guy being like, "Let's talk about the Lord, guys." <laughs> you know, there was a carpenter I knew once, and he laid down everything. <laughs> Lights change. Oh, Jesus, yeah, just that's so right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's too much. Yeah, no, you don't want that. Uh, well, here's that was so lovely. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And the final question is, what's the hardest you've ever laughed? Oh, okay. <laughs> I can answer that. Um, and I don't think it would happen today. If, uh, but when I was, well, again, going back to Cleveland, there was this guy, and I think he's still at it, like this televangelist, <laughs> Ernest Angley, who is just like, the most stereotypical mm. uh, televangelist. In fact, Marilyn Manson, who is from Canton, Ohio, originally, he would always bring this guy up as his example of like, this is what I'm trying to combat, you know? Yeah. He was like the embodiment of of everything he was against. So this this guy who would be he was on TV all the time and me and you know my three friends we would uh sit in the basement and you know watch him flip over to MTV whatever we just thought he was hilarious you yeah know? and um so we went one like one summer during college we drove out to Canton and uh but you know we you know we're you know we're like 19 or idiots and and, you know, we, like, get grab a bunch of, like, tall boys, and we're drinking. We're like, yeah, we're going to go out there. But two of my friends are wearing suits. And, I like, I think, like, oh, they're just dressed up for just to be silly. And we go to this thing, and it's this this big – it's like he calls it – I think it's called, I think, Grace Cathedral mm. for real. And because uh, you didn't you say, say Grace, Grace Chapel. Chapel earlier? Yeah, sing, sing, Grace but I, Chapel. But I believe it is Grace Cathedral. What? Yeah, <laughs> and and it's like kind of all sort of the fluff, but none of like oh, there's no stations of the cross. There was maybe a crucifix, but everything was just sort of like the frosting and none of the cake. Mm. You know, of mm. like where you're like oh, there's nothing to really indicate a code or creed or anything. <laughs> and this guy's up there. Where's the Knights of Columbus? Seal? <laughs> yeah, there's none of that, and uh, and there's a choir, and they're singing, but they're actually they're I don't know if they're lip syncing because like I'm watching and there's a band, but I'm like, wait, there's a banjo solo. There's no banjo player out there. So there's all this stuff, and then I quickly I'm just like thinking like and and they did collection after collection you know because catholic church i think most churches do like one collection if there's mm-hmm. a collection this was like all right now we're gonna do this now we're gonna, and it was just like baskets flying over and then like and i was looking around at these people and i was like oh these you know because i think like on the face of it i'm like oh it's just gonna be a bunch of silly hillbillies who are into jesus 
hooting and hollering at this nut job. But it was like, I was like, no, these are like, it just seemed like, I was looking around, I was like, these seem like a lot of genuinely broken people. Hmm. And, uh, and like, it went from being like, oh, like this, we're a bunch of goofballs doing something really funny to like, oh, this is not that funny. Hmm. And this is all kind of sad. And this guy's taking advantage of these people to where, and then it was like, wait why are we still here and i kept being you know after like 40 minutes <laughs> of this i was like let's go let's go and my friends were just like no my two friends in the suits they're now into it they're, wait a minute they're not into it are they well they're just like we're not leaving we're not oh, leaving okay. no they're not there so and so i go out to the car i'm just like, i'm waiting in the car because i think it's got to be over soon because you know catholic church the worst case scenario is like an hour so I'm like, this has to be over soon. So I go out to the car for like another 40 minutes. They're not, still not coming out. And I'm like, I, I hate these. These are my best friends. I'm, I'm going to punch them in the fucking face. <laughs> and then my friend Matt comes out, the other guy who was not in the suit. And he's like, they're still in there. I don't know. And I'm just like, I hate these guys. Like, you know, and, you know, one of the guy who drove in there, I'm like, these motherfuckers where it's like Friday night. There's a party in town, whatever. And uh, so finally I go back in. To, like, give them the stink eye, like, seriously, let's get the fuck out of here. And there's, like, five, four or five hundred people in this mm. th- this place. And uh, and so I'm just looking at them, and they're, like, looking at me, like, seeing how pissed I am. And so then this Ernest Angelique is like, all right, I want to start healing. I want to start healing people. And, he's, and he calls up. He's like, I want to see this. He does it. They do it in, like, heats, like, from, like, the first one is... Sinners and backsliders. That's just uh, like you know, mm-hmm. garden variety. Yep. That person that wants to be healed. So, and then I guess they work up to like deaf people, cripples. Or, well, he they use the word cripple. You know, <laughs> right, sure. But uh, and and so he's like, all right, sinners and backsliders. And my friends get up, and I'm like, finally we can leave. And they don't head to the back of the church. They go. They walk up to the front in front of hundreds of people. And then I'm like, just them. There's like maybe ten people. Come on, there's, but, more, <laughs> there's more, more sliders there. But uh, so I was like, oh, that's what this has been about. Like they're they're really gonna do it. So they like because you know he's one of those like slap you in the forehead and you like fall back and be like ah. And so I'm like, oh, and we've been there like two hours at this point, easy. And uh, and then I go up. Uh, and and so watching them in their like stupid suits like get smacked in the forehead by this guy we've been watching on TV for uh. like years and years, I completely lost it and was like crying, laughing. I, I don't think I would. I would get. The, I don't think I would find it that funny now. But yeah. at nineteen, I thought it was so funny, and I was laughing and crying <laughs> so hard that I that the the. The ushers were coming over to me. Yeah, because this is like people are speaking in tongues the whole time. Yeah. It's fully. So I'm like, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want them to think we came out here to goof on them. But I'm laughing and I'm just like losing my mind. So I fold my hands and I just start rocking back and forth. Oh, my God. Because I'm like, I have to look like I'm like in rapture or whatever. Yeah. But that, I think, was the funniest Ah! uh, thing I... I remember at the time being really, for weeks, 
I could just picture it. Oh yeah, and I would just laugh my ass off. That is. Top. It probably doesn't. In no, the, no, in the that 50 is. Fifty minute version that I've just told it no. probably doesn't sound very funny. No, no, no. They're, they're not supposed <laughs> to be funny as much as the story of just when you laughed that hard. And that is that's got to be top five. That's incredible. It was really, uh, it was really, it was good stuff. That's awesome. I was really thrilled. That's great. This whole this whole thing for me has been fantastic. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having yeah. me. You feel okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm honored to be here. Yeah. <laughs> now we start. Yeah, when are Welcome we going to get You Made rolling? It Weird with uh, Pete Holmes. My guest today is Dave Hill. Uh, the show ends with you saying, keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. <laughs> I don't know why I added that lilt to it. Keep it. Keep it crispy. <laughs> I don't know. It's not, it wasn't like a, a feminine keep it crispy. It was like sort of a creepy. It was good. I liked it. It was a lot of elements. I'm adding, I'm going into my phone to add great happiness. Is it on instant? Let me look. Yes, yes. But I, I believe... I'm going to add it. I believe it's... Um, I'm going to use this ghost hand to add... <laughs> no laugh? I be- <laughs> if I make a joke about death, you need I to I was laugh. just not focused. I was focused on great happiness. The great happiness space. Is it? Did it come up? It says add to my list. Okay, yeah, that's it. Does so that, that means instant, right? Um, yeah, add to my list. Yeah, boom, the great happiness space. It's only an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, you'll get through it. It's far shorter than the show. <laughs> um, yeah, we logged some time, huh? No, we did great. We did great. We did great. We did great. Uh, all right, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Remain crispy. You say it. Remain crispy. <laughs> I like I like keep it crispy is better. I feel. Now leaving nerdist.com.